Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner and I'm here with James Farley. Hello. Sean Bell. Hello. And the main one, Matt Murray. Hello. To start us off, I thought we'd do something a little bit different. We will shout out the Patreon producers this month. They are (laughs) Aaron Patrick, Anthony Oakinson, Simon Nelson, Tom S, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit and Richard Sawyer. Full Nels crew. Thank you so much for supporting us at the Full Nels tier over at patreon.com forward slash TCGS. You can also support us if you want, if you fancy it, go to patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Um, there are various different tiers there, including a uh, you'll get a cheeky little bonus podcast once a month. Uh, you'll get access to our live talks overs and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so come on down and join the crew. Is that, is that a new catchphrase? No. Then that might be a new catchphrase. No, no, just, the crew. Just... Yeah, put it on a t-shirt. Let's get it on a... I like it. Yeah, whack it on a t-shirt. Yep. Matt would make money out of that. Yep. That reminds me, there's a shop. Go to tcgs.co and press shop at the top of that website. <laughs> Buy our shop. t-shirts. Get on it. I actually, uh, I'm the... very jealous of your hoodie, Matt. I think I need one. Yeah, I mean... Um, it... <laughs> <laughs> it's the last time I said anything nice to him, fucking hell. I was in the middle of drinking. Yeah, it, it, I, I love the hoodie. It's, it's super it's super thick. I mean, I can't... I can actually kind of not really wear it whilst podcasting because I'll be dripping with sweat, but... There is that. Yeah, it's, it's very Did, good. Matt, Matt, I lot. know you are being completely honest here, but it does sound like you're bullshitting to sell it. Like you're, you're on QVC <laughs> or Price Drop TV. Oh, I love it. It's just so thick and the materials. <laughs> I, I've, I think I said on the stream the other day, if anything, it's too good quality because I'm, I'm, I'm bloody sweating in this. You know what I mean? How many are you going to wear at them at EGX? Uh, hoodies. I mean, zero. Um, I'm going to have to keep, I'm gonna have to get saving for all the T-shirts. <laughs> Chucking them into crowds and shit. Getting please hand back ironed onto the back. Yeah. <laughs> or just, yeah, just sew in like property of Matt Murray, like in, in every single one. No, 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 no. What? I'll throw them out, but I'll have like elastic. So I can throw out and then I'll quickly like pull the elastic what, back. like those training footballs? Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah like, 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 like if you remember the Michael Owens one when, when I mean, when I was young. You've never that. had one of those, I assume, Sean. Nope. A football on a big elastic band. You used to kick it, it just come back at you and whack you in the face. It's such a <laughs> stupid idea. <laughs> and not only that, you you had to tie it to your ankle, so you oh. kick the ball, but you had to like put your ankle in a position where you weren't getting it in the way, but it was oh, also no, moving no, the well, ball. Sounds when I was insane. Younger, I had this, I had an unofficial Michael Owen endorsed one, and basically, oh, that was the belt one, right? Well, no, I I, I think I, if I remember correctly, it was like a it was a little plastic football boot which I held, and that had like a button what? on it, and I could click that for it to sort of like almost spring back. Yeah. I, I, oh no, I, I, that had it on a dog leash. It's like um, a dog leash. Well, no, it was a little plastic football boot with a button, which... and it, Well, they changed the handle, Matt. It was a dog leash. They didn't know what no, to do like with it. it was like a them. little football boot. <laughs> anyway, yeah. And then, yeah, Great they times. had ones that you had that, you, that was stuck to a belt instead of your ankle. But obviously, you kicked that and it just went straight back in your nuts every <laughs> single time. It was the most ridiculous design decision ever. It's just stupid. Anyway, no, yeah, video yeah, so games. Th- that's what I'm going to do with merch at the next live show. Yeah, just throw them out, <laughs> click, yeah, and I'll get the plastic football boot and I'll, you know, back in the, back to me. Please use the belt one so the T-shirt flies straight into your nuts. Um, uh, I'm Matt, feedback from last week's show. What do they say? They all love it. They all hated it. Uh, Dean Minchin started off, uh, Dear TCGS Holdings, open bracket Holdings, close bracket Limited Inc. Your (laughs) 
Thanks, please, team. please keep doing this because it makes me <laughs> laugh every time. Tell them they've been doing it since we did the, did the rebrand. <laughs> I'm dreading. I, I mean, God knows what what Maria Mendieta has written. When, when her message comes up, bloody hell. I'm going uh, to just scan ahead and have a look. Go on. Yeah, it's probably really, it's probably, uh, it's probably really bad. Dear TCGS, hold, yeah, we've done that. Your discussion of regional <laughs> accents in games in the last episode had me astonished you didn't mention The Witcher 3. It's full of lesser heard UK accents from Welsh infantrymen to Northern Irish Vikings and yes, and yes, Scottish dwarfs. And best of all, the bloody Baron, in fact, being the Brummy Baron. More Brummies in gaming, please. Before you do the PS, right? We had a ton of these. Yes, we did. Honestly, yeah. we, I mean, Sean, yeah. do you not just, you don't like read them when they come up on the, like, they, they don't register with you the regional accents, no? Uh, I mean, maybe, I mean, yeah, like, obviously, when, you know, reading all these examples, I was like, oh, yeah, no, I guess they did. But they're never, yeah, no, yeah. they're never main characters, are they? No, that is a good point <laughs> as well. I would love it if it was, like, the main character in it. That yeah, would be like, great. Oh, no. oh, there's loads of northern accents in this one with all, like, you know, like village peasants in it and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, they've they've all got northern accents. So what's, what's the the same could be said about Cockney, couldn't it? <laughs> yeah, true. There's not it, there's not many lead English characters. Full stop. May didn't true. you play oh, the so, guest Sean, Sean, are you saying yeah. this is a class thing? Oh, come then? on, it could be. It could well be a class thing. Yeah, mm. stereotyping, mate. Well, I think it definitely is. Yeah. yeah. How yeah, many yeah, yeah, how many sure. Scouse accents have we had in games? It's very few. Uh, too many. It's so good. Go ahead and okay. do the PS. Um, before we get to the PS of Dean, I showed you, I showed you Dean's PS and then go on to the other ones related to the accents. Do, please do or... Dean's PS. Let's do Dean's PS. PS, David isn't thinking of an urban myth with the javelin thing. I have distinct memories. Oh, was he the kid? Was he the kid at my school? Well, well there's pictures and it's, it's horrendous. I have distinct <laughs> memories of watching mid-90s Michael Burke, real-life emergency show 999, featuring <laughs> an horrific reenactment of some kid slipping while throwing the javelin and impaling himself. I saw this when I was about seven, and now over 20 years later, I can still recall it in profound and haunting detail, along with the episode where a farmer <laughs> fired a bit of barbed wire into his heart while trimming a hedge. Like Tony P- Stark. P.E. was never the same. Keep up the good work, Dean. That's, that's horrific. That is actually it, yeah. It's, it's not funny now. That's probably real, where it? it started, though, right? <laughs> is this viewable on YouTube? That's probably where it started. It probably. I mean, you, James, probably what is the matter with you? I'm just curious. So I'd know if it was on YouTube. I just can want to we check do it a, out. Can we, this month, talk, talks over be this episode of 999? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash TCGS. I used to watch that a lot. Did you? Bloody good show. It's a good show. Was it? Yes. Speaking of old, I was more of a police camera action man myself, to be honest with you. I mean, that as well. Yeah. When Isaac was a baby, and I don't know if you, you guys had this, when your kid was really little, did you have a phase where you just like, I'll just watch whatever's on telly and forget, for some reason, forget that Netflix exists? No. So I did that for uh, a bit. I mean, I, I just, forgot a lot of things just, existed, actually, back in the days. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I just watched loads of like police documentaries at 2am. It's great. Oh, yeah, I watched a lot um, of mad shit. Yeah. I, t- I told you that we had a quiz, well, like one of these Zoom quizzes that everyone oh, got tired yeah, of yeah. after the first couple of weeks of the lockdown. Yeah. I was on one of those Zoom quizzes thing, and they nicked, apparently they do this type of quiz on different shows, where the, you get a picture of a celebrity, and then a description of a TV program, and then you've got to work out what the answer is. So, like, an example, there was a picture of Cilla Black, and there was one of, uh, and underneath it it said, uh, this celebrity uh, can't stop looking at her own reflection. And I went, okay, oh. right, so it's Scylla, Black Mirror, 
is the answer. Right? Oh, Scylla, Black Mirror, okay. right? That's hard. But yeah. I oh, know. I work with architects. And, <laughs> and, and, and honestly, I, I don't know what means. the amount, every single quiz I finished last on those. <laughs> it's so funny. What architect designed this building? Don't even know what the building is, let alone anything else. <laughs> was it me? Did I do it? Is that my yeah. mind? <laughs> it was yeah, Tim that's... from finance. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of the questions, there was a picture of RuPaul and underneath it, it said, this celebrity regularly gets caught breaking the law on UK highways. And the answer was, RuPaul lease camera action. <laughs> Fuck off. What? But that's not a programme. <laughs> no. RuPaul lease camera action. <laughs> Jesus Ru-Paul Christ. Le- that is actually a criminal offence, ironically enough. Yeah. <laughs> Sean's on Forbes tonight. Yeah, mate. Sean's on Forbes tonight. Right, let's see how long that lasts. Go on, Matt, next. <laughs> I'll be asleep in half an hour, don't worry about it. Um, I'm spent. Well, I'm spent. We, we, <laughs> I peaked too early. Yeah, Sean's now sitting back with like smoking a fag saying, Fucking hell, I've got two and a half hours out of this shit. Completely drained. <laughs> Although no one name. can tell because he looks like white anyway. <laughs> God, sorry. No, I've done it. I've done a gag in the oh, first no, five the next, minutes. The, the t- I've just seen who the next feedback's from. Go on, Matt. <laughs> Do we have to read this one? Because we've already... Oh, no, okay. I thought it was another Witcher one, but it's no, not. No, it's, it's a good, it's a good uh, shout out. So. Okay. Um, Geddy Dutton has emailed, uh, we Northern <laughs> voice acting in games. Can we get a shout out for Bloodborne's Eileen the Crow? Absolute fucking legend, mate. She is, to be fair. No, I, Although, I, don't want, I don't want to talk about that, really. Uh, oh, yeah. I had a b- bad, bad time with her. I mean, she got, she got in the way of... I, I was in mid... I was in mid-flow, shall we say, in combat, and she got in the way, and she might. Oh, I see. Oh, was this what the thing really early on where you accidentally it. killed like someone? Yeah, and I'm glad you used that word. It was accidental. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people now sort of think it was on purpose. It wasn't. It was very. The thing much is though, the thing is the though, way. the way yeah. So she has like a yeah Northern English accent, but she always refers to herself as like the unter of unters, doesn't she? But like in the subtitles, I don't know. I chopped it down so quick, Sean. I can never hear a word she said. <laughs> get a single word out. Um, but in the subtitles, it's spelled. It's like apostrophe double o n t e r s, like unter unter of unters. <laughs> that's, that's not how she talks. <laughs> I, I will say this, Matt. I can't believe like people saying that you did that on purpose and not by accident. I fully believe you did that on accident. I, I mean. I've seen you play a lot of games and you never look in control of what you're playing. So that's, that is not true. On accident. Oh no. Okay. No, I misheard. Yeah. No, that, that is true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mark evening boys. Last week you were discussing regional accents in games. Forgive me. Oh, if for I, fu- look, can we, this, oh. this is the last one. I think related to this. It's exactly the same as the first one. Why are you reading? It's exactly the same. It makes oh, all it? the same points. Oh yeah, I hadn't. I just got it and pasted now. Isn't that, James, can you wrong. just go ding when it repeats a point? Go on, James. Okay, it, go on, it, Matt, actually it reading it, it's as if the same person thought, "I'll send the same email under two different names and reword it a bit." Yeah, just to <laughs> double the chances of it getting read. Okay, yeah, let's just get through this. We'll move on. Fell for it. Go on, Matt. Um, forgive me if I misheard, but it was accents in just a particular game you were talking about. I couldn't be bothered to re-listen. And I thought it was in general for all games. I happened to be playing The Witcher 3 that day, and they have an amazing number of UK accents from Welsh, Ding. Scottish, Cockney, Ding. and the brilliant Bromley accent. Ding. Ding. Even the bloody Baron is from Birmingham. Ding. Ding. So I just wanted to point this game out in case you boys have forgotten how well CD Projekt Red were in putting lots of accents. Ding. Keep up the good work. Ding. Happy gaming. 
<laughs> Happy Gaming's new. I don't think we yeah, had Happy that Gaming's one before. New. Thanks, Mark, for the two words. Of... <laughs> okay, right. right. <laughs> this one is... Don't have a go at Mark. This, it's not it's Mark's fault. He knows that. If he had if listened, he would have known Dean would have responded, you know, in the... Okay, my, uh, Solvent has emailed in next. I think that's his Christian name. Or, you know, that's his birth... Oh, I'm fucking hell. Um, Dave's reluctance <laughs> to accept that Spider-Man PS4 is a great game is astounding. Not a AAA game, it certainly is. Much more polished... Can I finish, Dave? Much more <laughs> polished and an infinitely better story than the rush to market Fallen Order. Try it, Dave. It's amazing. Sorry? When did I not accept it was a great... I, I have no idea what the game's like. I haven't played it. No, but you've always been very dismissive of it. Like, you no. know... <laughs> Yeah. No, here's what here's what's happened, right? Yep. The reason why Spider-Man's come up in my arguments, right, is that Matt went so heavy on Red Dead and I was thinking and he was very, you know, he praised Spider-Man a lot. And my it's point has game. always been how many of the how much of the criticism, the weird criticism that you gave Red Dead can be also put towards Spider-Man. Like uh, what my point is is there? Yeah, you can pick things and um, have these like minor criticisms, but they you have to kind of remember that they are minor because they also appear in games that you love, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's fair. I didn't say anything about Spider-Man being shit. I've not played it. I couldn't. I couldn't comment on <laughs> what that game's like. But I think there is like a genuine. I never did. And did I ever call it not AAA? No, I mean, you've always you've... just been very dismissive of it. Yeah, like, and it's... it's been it's been constant. It's it's a bit annoying to be fair. It's a great game. I, I, I'm sure it is. I've got no interest in playing it, but I'm sure it's a great game. I've, I've, I, I didn't say anything. I didn't slag the game off at all. What I was saying is that when Matt's going, oh, the mission structure is so last gen in Red Dead, and I, all I was asking was, what does Spider-Man do that's so current-gen and so fresh? Nothing special, but it's got so many other bits. So, right, okay, but, then, <laughs> but, but that also, could also no, be no, used actually, my Red point Dead. stands. Like, this is not Rockstar's first game. They've done fuckloads, and the mission structure hasn't really changed. I, right, okay. So, if that is that logic is insane because you're saying that a, a new studio starting on a new genre of games can just start from the beginning and be free of that criticism that it's you know been done millions of times before. So no, but not, it, not it, a new it, studio. It, yeah, well, it's not a studio for a start, but also like a, a game come out, Spider Man. They made a game, but if you if in Rockstar's Did case they? they've made lots of games and the misstructuring hasn't really changed, and I'm like, well, I like in the next game if you were to improve that or change it or mix it up a bit. That's what I wanted from Red Dead. I mean, I'm, it's a stunning game, Red Dead. It's arguably one of the best games of all time. I didn't, I, but I, <laughs> oh, I would have liked. You called in last in, in the next GTA, right? There will probably be a mission where I have to tail someone and not. Are get... we back here again? <laughs> Are we back here again? We had this exact same discussion right. two weeks uh, ago, I'm and gonna, I said, I'm "Well, move maybe on. Rockstar should move get on, Dave, right? guns and shooting." I'm going to move yeah, on. Let's move on. Let's move on. I'm moving on. The reasonable gamer. <laughs> There's not many of them around, but we found one. Um, <laughs> found him. <laughs> the, the, I mean, it is the reasonable gamer. So I mean, uh, yeah, sense. but self-proclaimed though. Yeah. So you know, uh, yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. Regarding the chair and Lockhart, current rumours have it as a 1080p machine. The SSD and TPU are rumoured to be the same as Series X, uh, but um, same as Series X has a less powerful GPU. But you're basically just giving up the 4K next-gen visuals. Um, it's next-gen for the casual slash budget market. Yeah, I you know when I think Sean brought this up mm. uh, when we were discussing about this last week, and actually listening to listening to that point actually does make sense because in my head I was thinking. 
hold on. If this thing's going to be less powerful than the Series X, then uh, sorry, than the One X, then what? Like, where? Why would people buy that over just going out and buying a One X? Like, I don't because we know the One X is going to be supported for a while. So, you know, what's the point in this thing? But yeah, obviously, there's so much. Um, being spoken about the, with the SSD and how that works to improve games and stuff, that actually that does make sense. So if it is less powerful but has the advantage of the SSD stuff, then yeah, I, it sort of works in my head now. So thank um, you. Following on from that, um, SNW, uh, the Xbox One X is currently the world's most powerful console in inverted in invert commas, and the Xbox One S is currently the worst. This is in quotes. Um, what do I it say? wasn't being sarcastic. No, no, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a, it's a quote. Uh, that's Microsoft's yep. line. And the Xbox One S is currently the worst console power-wise in the Xbox and PlayStation range. Next gen would just be the same as this gen, which is what? true. Yeah, but if you wouldn't next launch gen would just be... a new. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the the Xbox One S wasn't that wasn't like the least powerful by design, was it? it just sort of ended up that way do you know what i mean <laughs> so to launch a new yeah, gen with because that was the un, the unupgraded yeah to yeah. like launch a new generation lineup with like oh and we've oh, made yeah, this yeah, one that's yeah, worse yeah. than all the others it's not it's yeah, not a marketing pitch, is it? yeah it's slightly no, different that is yeah. what is they it? did but it was like this is worse than all the others it's just that it's got connect and everyone loves that <laughs> and that was that was the thing uh, um yeah i think it's a little bit different yes you next all right uh, right uh, he follows on and this is um you know, is, yeah, over over the months and years we've been doing this show, you know, <laughs> yeah, feedback yeah. has been like key part of it. I wanted to bring that in, really, you know, bringing bring the community in, they can, you know, pick us up on our mistakes. This is the worst bit of feedback I've ever received. Not, not, <laughs> not, not, not because the feedback's bad, because when I read it and a couple of other tweets around the same subject, I'm like, I, we are so fucking stupid. Anyway, <laughs> last week we talked about the, uh, the this rumoured Fable game. Yeah. And uh, SNW says, also, as a non-worker at Turn 10 Studios, I can confirm they're not making Fable. Playground games, on the other hand. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we basically so, got Turn 10 and Playground. But isn't that just because Playground games do Forza Horizon games or something like that? Well, this is it, yeah. they Because yeah, yeah. what happened was I, I said... Turn ten, and and something in my head went. Is that right? That doesn't sound yeah, it's, right. It is Sean's fault. And then uh, yeah. and I went and go- I Google Turn Ten, and it came up. You know, Forza. I was like, Yeah, no, the Forza guys. Of course, yeah, they, of course, yeah. Um, but no, that's not who I meant. I meant Playground. Sorry, it's not your fault, Sean. I mean, it is, but it is a bit. If any of it, no, no, <laughs> what I'm saying, no, that's your fault. Yeah. But what's not your fault is the fact that we all overly rely on you <laughs> and stuff like this because I forget the names of everything. You know, and yeah. when you say something about a studio, you just go, oh, Sean must be right. Because I remember you saying Turn 10. I'm, go- I'm mm. going, Turn 10 didn't work on Forza Horizon, but I guess but it's Sean, he Sean must is know. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you tell me something's offensive and I go, oh, it doesn't guess, guess seem it offensive, be, but, yeah. but Sean's <laughs> told me it is. So maybe <laughs> I'll stop saying it. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. All right. We yeah. got that wrong. Apologies, Sorry about that. especially apologies to. Uh, we've got. A, yeah, we've got at least two listeners who actually work at Playground Games. So sorry about yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, I can. I mean, I can only imagine. Have you heard what these twats are saying on this podcast? Yeah. I've got. 
I've got a feeling they don't give a shit, to be honest. No, no, no. no, no. I think they had an all-team meeting. I think they just said, stop development on Fable, or, or whatever we're working on. Um, <laughs> get over here, listen to these twats. I, I think the fact that they didn't contact us to correct us confirms the fact that they are indeed working on Fable. Very good. Got, yep. Can you got imagine them. if That's that true. team meeting, Matt, was actually, guys, just let you know, Stop working on Fable. We're not working on it. There's yeah. been a huge misunderstanding. I've just heard on the computer game show it's... that turned 10 up. Yeah, what are we doing on, on yeah. this game? There's been a massive balls up. It turns out two <laughs> studios are working on the same game. I don't know what's happened. But <laughs> Clive, Clive, Clive. Sean Bell's put us right. Yeah, Clive, save us, export, and eat. just email it. Email it. Clive, just email it. They won't it. use it. Just leave it. Just delete it. Uh, just, just, de- <laughs> just send it to turn ten. How you know? Just... Um, K Paddle has emailed in. Uh, Sean, stop fucking around and get on Divinity right. Original Sin Two ASAP. <laughs> Easily one of the best RPGs of recent memory. And if you like the clever talkiness of Disco Elysium and the big brain strategy of Fire Emblem on hard difficulty, then I'm sure you'll find a lot to love in Divinity Original Sin Two. Sean, yeah. Uh, I mean, do you, do you like the clever talkiness of Disco Elysium? I do. I love the clever talkiness. And the... Well, then someone called Paddle recommends you play Divinity Original Sin 2. So, you know, if you, if you like the intelligent talkiness of Disco Elysium, <laughs> Paddle reckons Divinity <laughs> Original Sin 2 ASAP. Uh, no, I, I'm well aware. Um, it's yeah, it's just one of those because it's only on PC. I, I know there there's a Switch version. I should I need to just bite the bullet. Yeah, there the is Switch a Switch version, version isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, because I know I'll actually play that. Um, and yeah, but it's but again, I'm like, oh, but I already own it. Why am I just being an idiot and not just playing it on? I know PC, you own but... it, Sean, but just pay the seventy nine ninety nine it costs on Switch <laughs> and be done with it. <laughs> it's been on sale a couple uh, of times, but like one of those where on sale is like thirty quid. Yeah. Just make it two pounds, guys. What's the problem? Yeah. Come on, Nintendo, yeah, you idiots. On. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, I know it's it's meant to be like a genuine all-timer, but it obviously, yeah, because it's sort of perceived as a PC game. hasn't really found the same traction. But then but then Disco Elysium did, so... Yeah, yeah well, well, when's the console version of that coming out? Is that going to be a Christmas know, it's thing? it's in, in the works, apparently. Mm. But yeah. Cool. Joshua Garrity has messaged... Uh, David, I don't think it's oh, no. really... Oh, sorry. When I hear Josh Garrity's coming at me, I, I panic. Yeah, you are. <laughs> what have I done? You in deep shit, uh, Josh Garrity. <laughs> David, I don't think it's really fair to say it's weird. Your words for Sean to decide a game wasn't for him, despite yeah. overwhelming praise from players and critics. Given that all of you on the panel, panel like that, have made the same decision in the past. Persona 5 was discussed by many outlets and players as gotti as a gotti contender in 2017 and Persona 5 Royal has the highest metacritic average of any game released in 2020 but you have no intention to play it from what I can tell David by any chance did you decide it wasn't for you Look, I just think when you lot point your finger at Sean over stuff like this, you aren't aware that the three fingers are pointing back at you. You all have highly praised games you decide not to play, and that's okay. Time is limited. You can't play everything. Go with your gut. All I'll say, Gary, is watch your fucking back, yeah? Watch your mouth and your back. (laughs) I I mean, you're absolutely... Well, you're right and you're wrong, right? Firstly, you're absolutely right. Me turning out on Sean last week is weird but not for the reason why you're saying the Persona 5 thing I was never going to play it's like saying Sean I find it really strange that you wouldn't be into Pez like like <laughs> that that you know that seems like the the comparison you're making 
Sean should have just pointed out the Spider-Man thing to me. Because Spider-Man is a genre that I like playing, and uh, it's a highly rated game and people love it and stuff. I just, for some reason, I am not interested in Spider-Man at all. There's just, not just the game, the character, that I don't like the Spider-Man thing. It just doesn't interest (laughs) me. I don't like the (laughs) Spider-Man. I do not not like the Spider-Man, all right? (laughs) No, see, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I was wrong to sort of just... And when I was saying it's weird, I wasn't... um, Oh, it's hard to describe. I wasn't calling Sean weird for not like. Sounds not like calling him it. weird, actually. I'll be honest. Yeah, with you. it does. I, feel I, like I've I've been fully admit weird, that. Yeah. I fully admit that. Which is, like, is, is out of order in a way. It is a bit weird, but not in that way. It's Ooh. just like I guess what I'm saying is that I find it strange that it's a genre that you like playing, but mm. for some reason you know got no interest in, in that particular highly rated game in that genre. Yeah. And then in the week I was thinking, oh yeah, that's me with Spider-Man, so fair enough. And and of course, like obviously when it's the game that everyone is talking about and we do a weekly podcast about video games, of course you want everyone on it, right? Like like I, I mean it's different, but like with Disco Elysium, like obviously Matt and I were going nuts because we'd both played it and you guys hadn't, and it was it was really maddening because we knew you'd enjoy it and we had loads to say about it, but it does sort of limit you, doesn't it, on the show? Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's all right, Dave. I know you just, you just wanted me on board. That's fine. Yeah, good. We we understand each other, don't we, Sean? Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't perceive that discussion as me versus Dave personally and it wasn't <laughs> intended it wasn't intended like that sean no no that's what i'm saying I didn't, uh, listen mate I, I, uh, I, I love you i thank really you. appreciate you thank you and you know whatever you want to do is up to you yeah okay yeah so you, uh, although you were slightly wrong gary you did get me so well done <laughs> you can go back to your cane and rinse buddies and all raise a glass of water right let's go next i'm, I'm sure they'll put it you know on a big tick like can you rinse one TCGS zero? That's got one of those punks. Listen, just wait for the wait for the stream, mate. We'll show them. Oh, no, don't oh, worry. I'm, I'm concerned I'm about that. You've seen the games we're suggesting and the games they're suggesting. Slightly worried about that. <laughs> well, it's fun. yeah, but you're all right, Dave, because we've we've basically locked in Rocket League, right? Yeah, but they play Rocket League a lot as well. You forget that. Oh, do they? they have like regularly weekly games, don't they? I think. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, they're not bad oh, at that, Rocket League. I mean, I'm to not bad practice. either. Yeah, I was going to say, well, we, we need to be training ourselves. We need to we have do. like <laughs> yes, we do. weekly training James, sessions. Can we do that training session, please? Yes. You own Rocket League on Xbox. I do. I've so got it. I think I've got it. Yeah, no, I've definitely got it on Xbox now because of what we did with the game sharing stuff, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Xbox now, I thought it was PlayStation. <laughs> so we've got to do, yeah, we've got to do that. Get your Elgato out, mate. Right, <laughs> go Elgato. Elgato up. Okay. Oh, just... sorry, Sean. That sounded like you were crying inside when you were laughing. <laughs> go on, go on, man. I don't think okay, I was. The last bit of feedback from Ashley Day. I hate myself for being one of those people. Open oh God. I don't. But James is 100% correct. The letter H is pronounced H. <laughs> you don't actually use the H sound to pronounce H. Same way <laughs> W actually begins with a D or F or E. No, F with E. F Not with V. E. <laughs> w begins with... I was like, hang on, Bob. <laughs> begins with D, F or E. Yeah. <laughs> Fubble you. Fubble with... Do you pronounce F and B when you say fucking boffin? Cheers, Sean. I I didn't even think of that. H, so you say just H, is it? Yeah, there's no H. Not H, H but it's I an, say H. It's right, an, it's okay. H, yeah. All right, well, I mean, it's a stupid 
thing to call a letter anyway, to be honest. Is it? Do you not think? Well, who sat down and called the letters thing? Well, because like W question. begins with a D because you're saying it's like you're saying a double U, right? It's like a word, like yeah. So it's nothing to do with the sound of the letter. Like that's that's so that's different. Whereas H, where does H come from? Yeah, so, I mean, you could say that about a billion things in the world. You could. And, and do you know what else I could do, Dave? I could, I could go away and look it up. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> How about Sean? We wait for the feedback. Okay. Well, I'm sure yeah, we don't lots... need to look things up anymore. We're big That's enough true. now. People we just, just say incorrect things and wait for people yeah. to shout at us. It's good. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You say incorrect things, you get a bit of an insult, but then you do get the correct answer in the end. So yep. you know, swings and roundabouts. News. News. <laughs> Sorry, no, God, Matt. You do your bad. Do they contact? Um, well, it's a bit different now. So if you want to leave us feedback, you go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs and there's a form there rather than email because email is rubbish and, you know, it's 2020, mate. Grow up. Although you can still tweet. You can you still tweet. should make that clear because, well, Matt, it looked like your tweet this morning was saying that you can't tweet anymore. I mean, you would, can still tweet, be, right? Yeah. Do we, uh, yeah, okay. Just, you can um, still tweet. You can still, you can still, still tweet. tweet. Oh, Dave, I was going to do exactly the same thing. Yeah, if you go into a prolonged discussion, well, just untag us. <laughs> it makes it so much easier. This morning, Christ, my phone was going crazy, and I thought, "Wow, we're really popular." And it was no, just people talking about what we can talk, how we just can argue between games. themselves, but just tagging us in yeah. every. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, guys. go to slash dear tcgs There's a form there. That's it. News. Yeah, get involved. News. Okay, uh, Naughty Dog have condemned harassment uh, as The Last of Us 2 developers face death threats. Um, yeah, there's been quite a lot of death threats being thrown around uh, this week, which is obviously awful. Um, so what it is, is that they've revealed the death threats they've received. Well, uh, yeah, we need to really talk around it, don't we? You yes. mean uh, in terms careful. of in terms of spoilers or what? Yes, in terms, yes, of, spoilers, in terms yeah. of spoilers. Okay. Well, yeah, because yeah, a lot of this is about... Yeah, it's specifically related to spoilers. Okay, well, I mean, I can mention, can't I, that well, the voice actress for one of the characters has received yes. like a lot of death threats. Um, Worded like that. Yeah, yeah because yeah, of yeah. Uh, yeah, because of reasons. And uh, Naughty Dog put out a statement saying they said, um, although we welcome critical discussion, we condemn any form of harassment or threats directed towards our team and cast. Their safety is our top priority, but we must all work together to root out the type of behaviour and maintain a constructive and compassionate discourse. And then Neil Druckmann said, uh, I hope these gamers get the mental help they so clearly need. Unfortunately, this is now the cost of making popular entertainment that challenges conventions. Um, yeah, the character didn't deserve uh, any of this at all. Here's, yeah. the, here's the thing, right? We've been here a million times before. There's no how the fuck do you stop it? How do you stop it? How do I mean, you stop it? Have this we shit? been? I know, like obviously, yes. devs and actors and stuff have received harassment, but how often has it bled into people literally conflating the actor and the character? Oh, that happens all the time, yeah, Sean. All the Just time. Just look at like soaps where like actors, yeah, actors, exactly, actors yeah. would be like, "Shout! I can't believe you killed that." But I, can't, I mean, like with. Um, <laughs> Now, yeah, here's, no, no, here's right. something yeah, I yeah. should yeah. highlight. Here's something I should highlight. That is not us saying, what are you going to do? Can't do anything, oh, can you? It's always yeah, going to happen. It, of course, it's it's hot, horrific. It's horrible. But I I don't see how you get around this. Now, I don't know how you I stop don't the see trolls. how you get around it. It's horrendous, yeah. The well, mentality it's... is just so bizarre to me that I can't even understand the problem, let alone try and think of a solution 
Um, and I'm well, not it, saying the onus is on me to do that, do that, but it's yeah. I mean, it's just unbelievable to me. But this this has also got just caught up in the general sort of poison that there is in general, like you know, in general in discourse at the moment online. You know, in terms of like people have chosen sides that they you know agree with this stuff, and they don't even know the content of this stuff most of the time. It's just that mm. they've decided they don't like it or whatever, and then they're just throwing abuse around, and it is it is awful and. Yeah. It's crazy, and, we and I think will, it's I'm like... sure this will come up in the spoiler cast that we tend uh, that we're planning to do on the Last of Us Two, um, because you can't talk about this in depth without talking about big spoilers in the Last of Us Two. Um, so I'm sure it'll come up on that, and we can we can delve into it a little bit more. But at this point, you've just it's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, it's but like, sadly uh, believable. I always wonder Sean. if if people who like people who do this. I mean, I'm sure, like some of them, probably think it's funny, or you know, or at the very least, they'll probably you would you would think in the majority of cases they're like they don't actually mean it, right? But they don't, but they yeah. don't understand that it's like yeah, but you have to <laughs> you have to take these things seriously. You can't wait until someone actually you know, you know carries out a you know like makes a death threat and then getting carried carries through with it to take these things seriously because yep. that's that's too fucking late so you can't <laughs> it's like building oh well it's just insulting people on the internet isn't it it's fine it's like no it's a th- fucking threat it's completely different it was like it's just, when we were know, younger, it's just insane this is the problem you- in general though it's that just sort of like it's just insulting people on the internet and how yeah. that's just a thing that everyone thinks. Yeah. Well, okay, everyone doesn't think this because obviously a lot of people don't think that it's fine, but there's enough people that do think it is and make it miserable for everybody. It's funny, isn't you it? You remember you would when think we were like... younger, Sean, and it was like there was bomb threats. There was yeah. so many of them. Like you'd be in a public pool and we'd all have to get out because it was a bomb threat. Or yeah, 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 exactly. Or you, you can't, you can't look at a threat like, like that and think, well, it's probably not true. We'll leave it. Like you have to... You Take have these to things seriously it. every time, yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's awful. It's yeah. awful. Yeah, I, I just, it's so frustrating because, as I say, we've read, God knows how many news stories out like this. We always have the same repulsive response. Mm. Yeah, we know that there's going to be another one around the corner. It's, um, it's yes, horrific, isn't it? I think yeah. what, what it always gets me about the yeah, like oh well, it's you know it's just online stuff. Who cares? Is I I'd always. Like growing up, I'll say growing up, obviously like, you know, late teens or whatever, that had always felt like something that older people said because they had this mass, you know, this total distinction between computer stuff and real life stuff. And for us, like we're the ones for whom those two things have blurred, right? So I would have, I'd, I'd always thought, yeah, but as people our age get older, we all know that online stuff, it can be very real to us and very hurtful. So we're going to get better at this. But it seems to be the fucking opposite. Like people yep. are just more horrible than ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just mad. Yep. I mean, it's, it's because there's no there's no recourse. Like the worst, yeah. what does happen is that account, you know, their account will get blocked or banned, and then they'll open up another one and be hateful towards other people. It's like there's yep. no, it, there's so rare. There's actual, you know, resp- um, repercussions for these people mm-hmm. doing these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. But it's also because these social, like the social media platforms, are built on trying to engage people and yeah. they figured out like the algorithms have figured out that it's it works quite well to push hate because people yep. engage with that more yep. and that is a 100%. massive problem with this is that yeah, yeah like, voices like that are being amplified and it normalizing everything it's, it's youtube it's, as well yeah, yeah. it's um yeah very well, shit twitch 
as well. You know, it's it's every online community. Well, not every online community, um, but it's a hell of a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's yeah, it's um, yeah, it's not nice to see. But I, I, you know, the saddest thing about it all is that I I see no end to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, without major internet restrictions that I'm not sure any of us would like to see. You know, I mean, education but, would be a start. Like actually, you know, teaching kids about this stuff and but then do you obviously think that's gonna work really i mean it'd I take a while work. obviously but i don't think that'll make a difference sean you, you, you've, got, you've got someone you can do, in a classroom you telling that. you that people get upset by this and it has real life implications they ain't gonna give a shit are they i mean well but then but if they don't give a shit that to me that just represents like a deeper problem like do you know what i mean like never mind the online stuff like a kid's just not being taught to care i mean i think that stuff has improved a lot generally right like you hear like even now you know parents our age are getting called out by their kids on saying things that are inappropriate and stuff and i yeah. you know i think that's that's good i think that's positive um so yeah like to, i mean to me that that's the only answer i can think of is just yeah just better education around this stuff See, as you say I, maybe, I... but then maybe i'm naive about how much kids will actually give a shit? Well, it's, I, I don't see it as a, a matter of caring or not, to be honest with you. I see mm-hmm. it as a, a problem with people feeling like you're anonymous online. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think that's the issue. People, if people were like, if they knew that their address and real name and contact details were sent with every message they send, I think you'd see way less of it. Mm. But uh, so I don't think it's a matter of caring or not i think it's a matter of yeah. having that feeling of being anonymous online that yeah. wouldn't work either because they do the same thing in china where they there is like real name registration and people still do this it doesn't okay. make any difference oh, really <laughs> yeah people still do it as as long as right. you're as long as you're trolling the right thing then you're fine and it's it's still yeah people still do it it's dreadful Jesus. horrible okay next story yeah oh, yes, please Okay, uh, okay. So NBA Two K Twenty One, the price is going to be ten dollars more expensive than on the Xbox uh, Series X and PS Five. So it's going to have a recommended retail price of about sixty five pounds when it launches on PS Five and Xbox Series X this year, which is obviously ten dollars more than it used to be before, or like ten quid more. And uh, it's this is really weird because this, I mean, Matt, we we talked about this, didn't we, in the show, and you yeah. were you were bang on right about the fact that the the thing with this is it's not so much the price hike it's also the other news with this whereby if you buy a more expensive edition of this then you get like a cross-platform version and so they're like charging you extra basically to like for like the upgrade which is a bit yeah i mean everyone everyone i've heard loads of podcasts say oh you know 10 pound more 10 dollars more 10 pound more like i mean yes they go, I expected games to be to be charged more at the start of generation, and that will probably eke out and stay the same for the rest of the generation. I expected that. That's not a massive surprise. But yeah, I think the real story has been hidden. The fact that you can buy this more expensive version for yeah six. Well, currently I think sixty five pound instead of you know um, a ten or less. But if you buy the eighty five pound. Kobe Bryant fronted Mamba Forever <laughs> edition of this game, that's the only one that actually works across both generations. Mm. So someone, well, okay, can, one, and, and like this game comes out when September, I think. Yeah, twenty first September. So, so someone could buy this day one, twenty first September, and think, okay, I want to play this on my next gen console, and they they will be able to, but they're not going to get the next gen bells and whistles sort of version. 
Right. And they can't also, upgrade that version either. They'd have to yeah. because if they wanted yeah, they'd have to basically just sell that and then buy the new Bells and Whistles version for Xbox or had already spent eighty five quid on the on the Kobe Bryant version to get the cross generation. Thing. Can I can I ask ridiculous. a question about game prices? Yeah, there's always been that thing that our oh, game prices haven't really changed much in they the have. past, you know, twenty years yeah. away. Yeah, I, I was thinking, I don't. When was the last time we were paying sixty pound for new current generation games at the end of the generation? Well, it's yeah, more that they started off expensive and then they've just like remained expensive. Yeah, remained yeah, sure, but sure, but uh, I, I mean, I remember when they started selling for fifty and thinking, "Fucking hell, fifty pound a game." And now you want to buy a new Nintendo game is fifty nine ninety nine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Or is definitely. it forty nine? If you go to game and stuff, it's that price. Yeah, yeah it depends sure. where you go. Yeah, of course you can get it cheaper elsewhere, but you yeah, know, on the, the eShop, main... though, it's ridiculous. Like how much yeah. Those, yeah. those things cost. But the thing is, is this? I mean, this is a myth anyway that they like to say that like you know prices haven't increased since like you know nineteen ninety seven or whatever, and it's complete rubbish because you've also got to think about like things you know like microtransactions and stuff that have been incorporated into these games, and the fact that things have been stripped out and then sold back to you as well through season passes and stuff like that. They have yeah. found why, ways to monetize this and to try and make more money out of the games and it's completely disingenuous to say that they haven't done that it's it's well, nonsense no, no. i mean I've, I've seen that that comparison saying well they haven't in, in comparison to things like the cinema which has gone up like massively and mm. and other things like that and like yes i mean i think comparatively so it has gone up barely at all i don't think Com- it has though like if you hold look on, at hold on. Like, Wait, the, the, the cinema can't chop out a bit of the film and then sell it to you yeah afterwards not just that but okay think about if you buy a blu-ray how much is a blu-ray cost 15? Uh, 15 quid. 10, 15. Okay, how much did uh, how much did DVD cost like 15 years ago? I don't know. I have same about same the same. <laughs> it was about it was about the same. That's how much they were when they first came out. This whole thing is complete nonsense, and they're just doing this to try and get a bit of extra cash. This is the only reason they're doing this. I, and, I don't and to have be any fair, sympathy. Can you, can you blame them though? Can you blame no, them? No, they, the cost they can of try. Games must be exactly. quite high. The cost of game development as men have gone up tons. I mean. So, so, I mean, I, I, I have an issue with them, you know, raising prices by another tenner because I think, frankly, I'd rather that than developers go out of business, just go out of business. Obviously, there are people like EA and other people who are like, you know, desperate to like add as much, in, you know, market transactions as possible. And actually, a lot of people have said about, particularly, and this isn't EA, but like NBA 2K, that they also have loads of, in, you know, market transactions as well. So it's not like if you buy the expensive version or whatever, you're going to have, you're not going to, be you know sold other you know ways to to put to put money into the game, but I, I don't I don't mind them going up ten pounds because I, I I know Honestly, gone up. I don't agree I think- because I'm just thinking with this is look. If something is costing you... This is ridiculous. These companies are not charities. They're not making this stuff out of the goodness of their hearts, you know, for people. They're making well, it yeah. to make money. That's the purpose of this. Yes. If it's costing yes, too much money... Too. Mm-hmm. That's what we're saying too, isn't it? Yeah, but if it's costing too much money, then and you're thinking, okay, these games are costing too much, then maybe you need to re- you know, look at how you're developing stuff yeah. and think maybe this is not the right way. And Which I think mean- what, what annoys me is... I, I, mm. Sorry, Dave. Did you want to? Well, no. But I mean, my, 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 to to counter that point, there, James, is no. They need to get the price point right because yeah. you know they need to outweigh that. So they're only doing this 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 price pricing that they're putting on this two K game. They're doing it because they know it will sell at that that price, right? Definitely. I think 
something we've seen this generation slowly creep in is a variable price range for different games. Now, we've had that in previous generations. There's, you know, you've had, oh, this is a budget game, this is a cheaper game or whatever. But we've certainly seen that a lot more this gen where games have come out for 60, 50, 40, 30. You know, they've come out at different sort of tiered uh prices i don't know i think we've seen less of that this generation than we did last generation absolutely not no way last last generation they they did they had that whole period where they started like pumping out like 15 hour games or whatever and then said oh you know and they were and they were like cheaper that that hasn't happened this generation that's what i'm saying like this last generation it was very much there's a full price game and there's a budget title game whereas this generation i've seen a lot more varied prices a lot more varied prices and i think we will see a lot more of that next year because that that price point they're putting on two K this two K game right or was it NBA two K yeah two K twenty one yeah right that's not going to work for a new IP first person shooter or, or something like that is it I think it's going to get a little bit more varied with pricing uh, next gen I really I think, do but I but I think if there was like a brand new IP first person shooter on launch, then they would charge that because all the other games are on launch were around the same price. So I think they would actually. What next next gen? No, no, right, yeah. So I You re- it, you reckon a new IP could think that they could come out at that price point? I think it, it, I think if this price gets adopted, then yeah. I, I, I think, think they would. That, I think that would be I think that'd be mad. No, no, right, if they were on launch day, there's this the NBA two K twenty one game and there's also like, you know, a what I would call a classic launch title, you know, like a six or seven out of ten sort of FPS, that would also be the same price. I wouldn't say new IP, let's make it a little bit cheaper. They'll say, hang on, all the other games on launch around this price will also say they're for well, if, if they quid. do that, they're thick then, aren't they? No, no because no no because they yeah, know yeah, yeah, people yes, they will are, buy because, games at launch. Because because development um, costs towards games are so varied, right? You've got big budget, big, um, big studio what? budgets. Big what? I don't know where big, budget comes from. Big studio budgets and uh, episode title. And, yep. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like the budgets vary. Why would the price of the product not vary? Well, that's, not I, conf- I totally agree with you about that. There should be variable pricing, but there isn't. Like there, there really isn't. Like not to a great degree. There is for stuff like indie games, you know, that come out. But there absolutely isn't for like most of the like large publishing publisher like produced stuff. Well, yeah, no, because they've got the bigger budget. They've got these huge games that they they can market the shit out of. Well, yeah, but this, yeah. You see, this, I just don't. I this whole thing, I do find irritating because. I just don't feel that we sh- that these companies like. I mean, I'm not talking about indie games here, and I'm not talking about like small, like smaller publishers and everything. But for companies like EA and for Activision and these companies to kind of plead poverty over this and how they're sort of they've got to ra- raise prices because it's costing them too much, I just don't buy it. It's just no. A, sorry, it's- I'm not feeling sorry for EA. I'm not feeling sorry. I'm not saying that they're you know they're. But what I'm saying is that we are moving forward. Budgets are getting bigger for developing on games, and you can say all you want. Ah, oh, limit the budget, make it make it for cheaper. Then, but maybe that's not what certain people want. Certain people want no, a really start, really expensive if, game. Yeah, if they start saying actually, you know, it's not it's not going to look as good as last year because you know games are expensive and we don't want to charge more. People are like this this looks shit. I'm not buying this game. I want it look bigger and better. Okay, well, I think so what what gets me they, right is that like. So obviously, if you've got you know you've got team people who work on a, an annual series, and then all of a sudden they've got to develop it for an extra set of consoles, of course that is more labour, it's more costs, and they've got to recoup that somehow. 
and they're choosing to do it by charging more. But what annoys me is why have like maybe they've considered this, maybe they have good reasons for it. I don't understand, but personally, to me, it seems like a smarter decision to be like, let's just give people the cross-gen version for one normal price, and you will pick up more sales from people who might not have bothered otherwise, but they yeah. if they see it and go, oh shit, so that'll just work on my PS5. Yeah, fuck it, go on then. Yeah, like that. I now that I agree with. Mm. I think there's a there's a balancing act, isn't it? Because mm. if they do raise the price, in theory, um, I don't know how true it is, but in theory, they will generate less sales out of it, right? Day one mm-hmm. or early doors, where where the game sells for the the most money, and they'll lose sales out of it. You would expect. I, um, I think the opposite. They must actually. have done the maths with saying, look, if we if we charge more, yes, we'll lose sales, but the money, the extra money we make from the people that we do think will buy at this price point, is it makes up for that. I wonder and if I it's a thing like with a with a new different. console generation. Is there basically like a, a almost a guaranteed number of sales if you can get something out early doors? Definitely. Because, I mean, yeah, because yeah, there's always like you know here's a top launch games. This game looks great, or you know, and that, that, that you know, there's been so many. You know, sort of less than incredible games that people bought because oh, I want to I want to see what Resistance looks like on the PS3. I'll buy that. You know, mm. if, <laughs> if Resistance came out any other time, I wouldn't have bothered. But I wanted to see a game looking you know, looking good on my new console. And, and like yeah. so, you know, get a game out for launch, which is what they're gonna do, and and charge more money. You, you'll get sales, and if it doesn't work, then you know the next game will be a little bit less, maybe. But like I, I mean, and the this, other this the other interesting guess thing, at this man. Point. Like I think they were like might as well people will buy it. Sales will be higher because of the new console and. The we'll, other we'll interesting sales. thing, Matt, is how does my, Microsoft's strategy change well affect that? I mean, this. I mean, EA have always said that they that they're not really doing the whole um, smart delivery thing. This also isn't taking advantage of smart delivery. No, no, no. I'm not Come talking on, about the, the smart, smart delivery, delivery thing. Is a about, joke. Yeah, no, no, hold on. I'm not talking about Matt. Dave say? Matt, I'm not talking about smart delivery at all. I'm talking about the fact that they're. You know, everything plays on everything, the idea, okay, which technically is smart delivery. But what I'm saying is that if you bring out a game on the Xbox One, it automatically works on your Series X. Yeah. The idea of a launch title isn't really going to be there, is it? So now I think that's going to work positively for Microsoft, because if you buy your Series X, you've got a fuck ton of games available day one, right? They're not all going to be making full power of that new console, but you have a hell of a lot of very good games available down uh, day one. We don't know. You, you might still have that on the PS5. They haven't really gone into that detail yet. I mean, at this point, I'd be very surprised if they didn't. But um, I'm what I'm saying is that if that's the case, are people going to be rushing to develop for launch for the Series X? I'm not so sure they will. No, I think they will. I mean, like, a launch doesn't necessarily mean not exclusive. Like, you know, there is a new console launching and they will want to get games out for that, even if that game can also work on the previous hardware or an older version can work on the new hardware. It is an event. It's like, I've got my new console. What game am I going to get? What What's out today? What's out this week? Like, it's still a launch, even if this these games aren't exclusive to this generation. Mm. Um, and James, about smart delivery. Yeah, like, the whole idea of smart delivery. I mean, it, it, you're saying it, it's a joke. It's not a Microsoft. It Microsoft's. is a joke. It, but it's not, it's not, not it is because... Like Microsoft no. built an initiative and these, these publishers are like, now nah, want to make some money, so we're exactly, not going to ignore you. Exactly, but it's, it's ba- at this stage, it's now just a marketing buzzword. And it's not... 
like it's it's become like UWP, you know, the Universal Windows platform stuff. It's exactly <laughs> the same kind of thing where it's like they've come up with this what is a very good idea, you know, it's a great system, but it doesn't work if nobody buys into it apart from Microsoft. And that's exactly what's happening here. It's like I wouldn't know. It, Other the whole developers thing, have said they're buying into it, haven't they? No, that's the whole point. Like these publishers are not doing this. Like well, EA, yeah, I mean, yeah, all like these other Cyber, companies are Cyber not bothering. Is, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla is. Yeah, Ubisoft yeah, I, are doing it. But yeah. Ubisoft are the only big publisher that are. No one else is. Yeah, okay. so EA and EA and Activision aren't are currently. Yeah. But, but because they see, well, well why? We're not going to leave money on the table. We want to sell consumers two different versions of the same game because we, we know people will buy that. Um. But yeah, it, it does kind of throw that stuff out. Out, you know, it kind of just throws I mean, it in the biggest face. bullshit about that is that you only really you only really care about that for the first year, right? Don't you? I don't know if about that. Well, no, I mean the, the smart delivery. If you've, well, I suppose no. I suppose if you've got, like, if your kid's got an Xbox One, and you've got a Series X, then yeah, the smart delivery stuff is gonna be important for a little, little bit longer isn't it yeah because it's not just the fact it works like what, what working is is a given although they have said like they're gonna make sure they support xbox one titles for two years on the new new console it's more like you know you get you put in an xbox one game in a series x and it is the best version but now there are next gen versions it's, it's that though isn't it it's like you're yeah, you're yeah, getting the best it. version asterisk unless you bought a game from one of these other companies <laughs> yeah. it's like you know, it's not the, it's not, it's not what was promised as being like the thing. Yeah, know, but, but the, what, the tone of your voice indicates that you're saying like Microsoft's fucked up. Well, I mean, uh, I, I, could they have enforced it? I guess is the yeah, question. That is a possibility. Yeah, like why couldn't they, they have done that? That would be suicide, though. Yeah, right, well, how can, they, the, how yeah. can they tell publisher, yeah, you're not going to do this? Like that, that, yeah, that would be that would be suicide. They're like, okay, fine, we're not going to release 2K1 on the Xbox in there. That, it depends that. on how strong Microsoft are, like as a platform at that stage. Because I mean, Apple <laughs> enforces stuff like that <laughs> I, all I've the got time. A feeling not very strong at the moment. <laughs> well, yes, that's the thing. So they can't afford to. But if it if it was like even PlayStation could probably enforce this stuff if they really wanted to. You know, they could just say, yeah, we're we're just going uh, yeah, to. I don't know. I think the days this. of that is like it's much more of a risk now. You know, but who knows? I mean, this whole thing is fascinating. But yes, uh, yeah, this two K this two K one situation is just mad. You know, and I think I really think the main story of the fact you have to buy the eighty-five pound version of this game if you want it to work both both platforms is being buried by oh, games are a bit more expensive. I mean, we know that. <laughs> yeah. mm. Okay, and it, and again, it would be interesting to see if it maintains that because, as you said, James, you know, we we all know that they generations start off like this and then they start to get cheaper again. So yep. we'll see. All right. Would you like to hear about loot boxes? Wow, yeah, I haven't heard that. Fucking hell, it's been a while, hasn't it? It has. That phrase has been uttered on this shoe. Yeah, but the House of Lords has just published, like in the UK, have just published a report uh, recommending that the UK government should reclassify them as gambling. Uh, yeah. Right. So this was the House of Lords Select Committee on the Social and Economic Impact of the Gambling Industry. Uh, said the gov- this is what they said. They said the government must act immediately to bring b- loot boxes within the remit of gambling legislation and regulation. And uh, it says, alongside recommendations for other gambling concerns, the report argues that loot boxes should be classified as games of chance, which means they would fall under the Gambling Act of 2005 and be regulated by the Gambling Commission. Right, okay. They need... I mean, I've read that article, James. It doesn't make Mm -hmm. it clear what constitutes as a loot box, right? Yeah, well, mm, yes, it does, but no. Well, how do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Which one is it? 
like they don't specify whether it's loot boxes that you pay for or loot boxes yeah. you earn with in-game money do they? Mm-hmm. so that's where although you know, it gets, it's not because it's if not they just say that though all loot boxes not just the ones that you pay in-game currency with mm-hmm. then fucking animal crossing's got to be regulated yeah. do you know I so think... it's kind of like you know it's a dodgy one I know because especially I mean it says here it says there is academic research which proves that there is a connection though not necessarily a causal link between loot box spending and problem gambling and then it says we echo the conclusions of the children's commission report that if a product looks like gambling and feels like gambling it should be regulated as gambling but you're right it's it's like yeah it doesn't make it entirely clear whether they're talking about loot boxes that you're buying you know like through microtransactions and stuff like that or whether they're just talking about all forms of like chance in games i mean I'd imagine... obviously because there is part of me in the back of my mind that's thinking harry wakes up he goes fishing hoping that he pulls out the fish that he wants, and he's got to keep doing that until he gets the fish that he wants so he could put it in the museum or you know he gets the fossils hoping it's the right one and going yeah, so into... that, that's bullshit though isn't it i mean come no, on that's no. that's, that's, that's... Nothing James, like listen, listen to n- listen to me, right? What I'm saying is that if there is a psychological link where that behaviour pattern is installed in kids, and that later on is proven to go on to have links with gambling, mm-hmm. then maybe yeah. that is a concern. I'm not saying it is right because I'm always of the thing that that sort of stuff is fun. Mm-hmm. If it's not harmful, that is fun, and it's kind of what games a lot of games are based on and to say that that should not be in games anymore i'd be like hold on a little bit of oh what am i getting is fun right there's but you know it's such a confusing and complicated subject that trying to turn it into a black and white law is rather difficult i think the most simple way of doing it is if you're spending money in game like real-world money on in-game purchases, you've got to know what you're buying. I think that's the only way that you can regulate that. And that I would completely agree with. Well, that's why they've talked about how there needs to be, like, limits on spending, but also, like, you know, they publish the odds as well of, like, how likely you are to be able to, you know, get get something out of it and everything. But I think uh, this is really targeted at people, like, buying... I mean, basically, like, the Fire Emblem Heroes stuff. Yeah, that Matt did. Yeah, Can I think not? that's what they're more. Let's not get, let's not get personal. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. they're more interested yeah, no, in that. Absolutely. Yeah, you're talking about like um, uh, cards in uh, uh, FIFA Ultimate Team and stuff yeah, like that. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I totally agree with that. But it was an interesting discussion we had on, you know, uh, throughout the week about Animal Crossing and actually when you look at that game, it relies on addictive triggers mm-hmm. throughout to keep you returning every day. Um, and is that healthy? Is that fun? Is that healthy? I don't know the answer, but I don't... Is it fun? You know, is it fun? Yeah. Is I mean, healthy? I had fun playing that game, but is it healthy? I don't know, Matt. I mean, I don't know. If <laughs> I, I don't want, like, you know, Elodie now saying, I really want a T-Rex head, and, like, 30 years' time, like, spending 600 quid on Skybet. You know, I don't want that to happen. All because it's, it's trying to get a T-Rex but, yeah, but what can you what can you legislate on, isn't it? Like... That's the gam- that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like the gambling stuff is more clear cut because there is money changing hands. Whereas, as you say, it's harder to take a legal stance on. Well, these games are kind of designed using techniques that are intended to get kids hooked. 
But is it? But how, how but do you actually if, define the only when thing that becomes it's a problem? Looked on is playing the game that you've already bought, so you don't exactly you're not spending so, more money on it. So where's the harm? Yeah, I mean, so, it, really it could be there could be harm, but it's too distant and sort of underhand to, to be like right this we should stop this happening right now and and where do you draw on the line between something being yeah. just genuinely like, compelling you're saying i can't wrap and... my kids christmas presents anymore is that what you're saying because <laughs> they don't know what's inside the package <laughs> fucking hell the world's gone fucking mad well, they just have like a list like a percentage on the outside like two percent chance it's like playmobil 16 percent chance lego zero percent chance <laughs> scale trick i mean i think uh, as long as they like say yeah loot boxes has to be like a paid for a paid for thing then I think it is pretty clear cut but who knows what's going to happen mm. yeah yeah okay alright okay uh, Apple has reportedly ended uh, some uh, Apple Arcade contracts because they're seeking like higher retention <laughs> so yeah mean? they've been they've been contacting developers uh, that and to sort of try and get the focus more on like long term engagement rather than it being short term and well, apparently uh, some free contracts to, free to play. Yeah. Free to play. <laughs> well, this is, I free mean, not, play. not free to play. I mean, uh, this, this, yeah. I mean, I, I'm very, very annoyed about this. I mean, I mean, first off, regardless of what your change in direction is, like just cutting off devs who are halfway yeah. through working on something. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, yeah, it, says, <laughs> it says. Here, it says. I mean, according to Bloomberg, it says that they there was multiple calls in mid-April were made to developers that were working on games for the subscription service to terminate their contracts because the in-game progress didn't have a high enough level of engagement. Apparently, they've paid them up until the milestones that they said that they would, mm. but then, obviously, that's it. You know, then you're done. And, I mean, that, that sucks, doesn't it? It it's really like, does. Like, obviously, yeah, they, yeah so there, there is some compensation there, but it's not... It's not the same as actually getting to release something that you can show no. to people, and I mean, I don't know what the, the you know the legality is. Maybe they can still, you know, put these games out, release them elsewhere if if they want. I don't know. Um, Sean, yeah, you're you're on a show with three people you can directly blame for all this. <laughs> That's true. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Do you remember when Apple Arcade came out and we were all going? It just feels like mobile gaming's back. There's so many great experiences. This is so much fun. All three of us kept it for the free month and then cancelled. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm still going strong, mate. But then I we're mean, I, I don't use it as much as I should. Um, but that's just me and my like my own habits. Like my my discipline for actually just sitting down with the iPad is quite poor anyway. Like it's it's something I reach for when like I like I need it for a specific thing. But to actually just be like, yeah, do you know what? Tonight, instead of putting the telly on, I'm just going to put my headphones on and play something on the iPad. I just kind of don't do that. But that's not. The iPad's fault. It's not Apple Arcade's fault. But I do really like the sort of stuff they've been putting out with Apple Arcade. And, I mean, I think they mentioned, don't they, James, that, um, uh, shit, what's it called? The one that uses the, the like the shining example of the sort of thing they want. Grindstone. Grindstone, that's it. Now, yeah. Grindstone's really fucking good, right? So I don't like... I'm not having a go at Grindstone at all. And, and what's especially cool is it's it looks like the sort of thing that would make you go, ah, fucking hell, it's another free-to-play mobile game. But because it's it's not had to you know, be designed to be like a free-to-play game, it's a really good version of one of those, and it doesn't feel cynical, right? So I suppose it's fine that we're going to you know, get more of those kinds of games, but without the cynicism. However, my all my favourite moments you know around apple arcade have been cool like one shot narrative things like tangle tower and, and over the alps and stuff i fucking love those games and i guarantee i would not have 
probably not have bothered playing them if it wasn't for Apple Arcade. And that's not like I'm not having to go at the the games. It was just so like Tangle Tower was like eighteen quid on on Switch, um, which is a big ask for something that's only you know it's, I think it's maybe three four hours long. Um, whereas on Apple Arcade, it's like fuck yeah, why not? You know, um, so it was a really great space for that sort of thing and to hear that apple are going actually no more puzzle games please nothing wrong with puzzle games just apple arcade had been this very cool space for interesting narrative stuff um and it sounds like that is not going to be the case going forward yeah, i mean shame. Or, or they could just make you know massive rpgs yeah. that take weeks and months to finish well yeah yeah, maybe that's the plan. Sean, have you uh, just before we move on? You played NeoCab yet? I played a bit of it. I need to. I need to get back didn't into, get into it. it. No, uh, no, I, I didn't dislike it. It was. I think I just hadn't. I hadn't played enough to, you know, really sort of get my head around sort of where the story wasn't was going. Engaging and stuff. enough, Sean. Well, sorry. Would you say it wasn't engaging enough? <laughs> yeah, I need, need more engagement. It needs like a match three puzzle section or something. Yeah. Why do you Why do you hate NeoCab? It's really weird. It's, uh, yeah, I, I do. I fucking like despise it. Wrong of you. It's, uh, yeah. it's weird. Bang out of order. Right, uh, good game. Uh, right, okay. Yeah, uh, Sean hates it apparently. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's get to the new news story. Yeah, cool. new news. Okay, uh, Nintendo have stopped uh, sales of digital download codes for, for retailers, which is a shame. Yeah. Fuck. This someone is... said, um, <laughs> someone pointed out that, oh, yeah, Sony have already done this. And I was like, oh, really? And I looked it up, and yeah, they have already done that. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you can still get Sony games for relatively cheap. Yeah. Nintendo. This is just first-party stuff, right? It's, it's only not, for first-party, yeah. yeah. So third-party games are not affected, so there still will be download codes for That's those fine, like, available. But it was mainly the first-party stuff that I'd get on, on Well, this is it, and it's, and it's like, just a bit galling to imagine Nintendo like suddenly one morning being like apparently people are buying mario kart 8 for a measly 42 pounds <laughs> three years yeah. after it came out to be you fair know, i paid uh, 35 pound for um uh animal crossing yeah, yeah me too, i mean yeah. and it's like 60 quid on the thing <laughs> i mean the only way around this is by buying like um you know like you can get those codes which are like, yeah, like if you buy 30 quids then you can get 40 quid of like code honestly or whatever, you know? though those things are like 50p cheaper though yeah <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> also the could you imagine if like, they'd oh, done if this I, before I... animal crossing <laughs> the amount of money james would have had to have spent <laughs> fucking hell and i think yeah the danger with those yeah like slightly cheaper you know credit um vouchers or whatever is that yeah you look at it it's like oh well if i spend 150 quid then i save 20 years <laughs> i say one pound 50 yeah <laughs> So um, uh, yeah, no, yeah, this is really uh, shit, and it's sucks. and it's very anti-consumer. Obviously, it's it's removing yeah. the choice, isn't it? From people. I mean, I know that obviously there's some discussions about, you know, we talked before about like potentially dodgy key resellers and stuff. But I'm pretty sure, like, I mean, I, I've often used CD keys for for this. Yeah, stuff. me too. Yeah, I think they're pretty legit, right? They're not certainly not. Um, yeah, they're the ones. I, I if I need. Um credit or anything i'll go cd keys yeah i only use g2a it's, okay. it's the only one i use yeah <laughs> great 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 team over there great great deals they got yeah, yeah. on there it's, yeah. uh, yeah. Great deals, they, great they didn't give a reason did they it's just no. when we're not doing this goodbye mm-hmm. yeah so i think it's we like money yeah. goodbye yeah, fuck and i'm very annoyed because uh i need to rebuy mario kart 8 and i was going to do so what? digitally Why? huh did you get rid of it yeah do you oh, remember man? you specifically were like 
Sean, you've got a kid growing oh, up, you fucking idiot. Yeah, it was like, before, yeah, 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 I do remember that. I was like, you are going to regret that. Yep, here we are. Yeah, it regret. happened. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> um, he, he, like, Isaac is enjoying, um, like, trying, like, driving games. Um, yep. But obviously Mario Kart's got all the assists and stuff, hasn't it? Like, the, 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 it is so perfect. Yeah. It's so perfect. You whack the assists on, they don't go off the track. And mm-hmm. you know it's way more colourful and exciting yeah. than uh, I did you know you whack you, it he, on easy mode. Does tell you he knows race. who Mario is? And I don't. Who doesn't? I, and I don't know how because I've never. Like, I'm oh sure... right, okay, yeah, that's the questionable bit. Yeah, go on. Wait, how, what's he say? Uh, so I've got. Um, I think it was a birthday or a few birthdays or Christmases ago. My brother got me a Mario Brothers mug. One of the colour change ones. It's pretty cool. Um, anyway, just by. It was the first thing I grabbed out of the cupboard. Isaac wanted some water, so I just got to put the water in that cup and gave it to him. And he just went, oh, it's Mario. I was like, it is. (laughs) But how do you know? (laughs) Did you know he was called Jumpman in the original? (laughs) Actually, he's supposed to be Popeye, but uh, let's look at that. Dad. (laughs) I mean, you wonder where he knows. It's probably your massive tattoo, Sean. That's true. Yeah, (laughs) the training sessions. and the. Sean, you do know that Charlie knows. Who Mario is? Does he? Yeah, but that's yeah, but like but Harry always that's bangs on. Understandable, about him, right? yeah. Like it, whenever he sees a like Mario anywhere, he goes woohoo. And even better when he sees Yoshi anywhere, he goes gear gum. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I love that shit. Amazing. Uh, sorry, what were we talking about? Yeah, Nintendo are dickheads. Yeah, yeah. Read the room, Jay. <laughs> read the room, baby. Uh, okay, so. EGX is going digital uh, because the physical show has been cancelled this year. Are um, we doing yeah. something for that? Yeah, I should probably email them, really. Have we, yeah, oh, I it... thought you did. Yeah, I said I would. I haven't done it yet. Uh, I'd be surprised because, you know, they've got all these huge companies that turn up for this event. I'm sure they'll want us to do They're something. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have It'd some dead air to fill. We'll just yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, We've yeah, got I'll, the 3 a.m. slot. I'll, I'll get in contact with them and maybe, uh, it'd be good to do it. It'd be mad to do like a live show, but on there, I, I don't know. There's no way. There's no way they'd let us do a live show. They, they, wait, you've well, no, got... no, no, that's what they're getting panels. That's what they're, they're yeah, get, that's what they people. did with Res as well. Yeah, but that's panels, though, isn't it? That's not the fringe theater stuff. Listen, is it? no one from a distance could tell the difference between our show and a panel. All right, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. The pictures look great, but they shouldn't. <laughs> um, what was it? Oh yeah, <laughs> the amount of people. Oh yeah, I was in. Um, I was in Elves Court the other day doing a live show on my podcast. Elves Court. Yes, yeah. Yeah. the NEC in Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah. Heard of it? <laughs> it's the it's the tour. It's only saying like Cardio was playing. I'm not saying like same weekend Cardio was playing. So similar. No <laughs> um, artist. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I just got the. Yeah, I, like, I've got a feeling they'll go. Yeah, yeah, we'd love you to do something. You've got the three a.m. to five past three a.m. slot. <laughs> Mate, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. On we'll our third that. channel. That'd be great. <laughs> All right, go on. Em. And the last one. Oh, sorry, is... no, that is sad. Yeah, it's absolutely gutting that they've cancelled it. And um, you know, uh, we we know our listeners really look forward to that event. But you know, it'll be back yeah. next year. Yeah, um, the one thing I will say is that it says here EGX Digital will be a free event featuring Let's Plays yeah that makes sense tournaments yeah indie titles meet, meet and greets what? yeah how's that work? FaceTime <laughs> <laughs> presumably I mean presumably through Zoom I think that's they what just, I guess they just so. hand out the number of the celebrity yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh great to oh great well, to if, it, if it was E3 they probably would do that 
Because uh, you like the most awkward Zoom call you've ever had in your life. <laughs> sorry, uh, James. I'm sorry. I just got the joke. Very good. Oh, no, no, sorry. no one else did. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> yeah. it was a little bit too late, wasn't it? Yeah. You're joking. It was spot on. But we're giving out the numbers and E3. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, 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 that, yeah. That, that, in your head, it was probably lightning quick. But in reality, you said that about four hours after I'd finished that little point there. I mean, it didn't, yeah, take, it really didn't help me until the end of the four hours to get it. But yeah. Yeah. Do we still get free, like, swag? I don't know. No, we haven't had that for years. Did we ever yeah, get, we nev- we yeah, we never got, got free swag. swag. Oh, we did, though, back in the day. They just, let us, they just let us in the building, and we're just happy with that. Do you know what I mean? Also, when <laughs> we did our first live show, was there part of you thinking, ah, oh, they probably have a little bag of swag for for the nope. people that are doing the live show? Yeah, I think it would be like the Oscars. It's like the bag <laughs> at the end, like yeah, Rolex yeah. watch. And- <laughs> I was hoping for a free on-live console, but, uh, yeah. Like a T-shirt or something. You know what I mean? We got nothing. Oh, well, that's what a t-shirt? Nice. Got a bottle what? of water. <laughs> no, I don't really want that. <laughs> Not why. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Matt. Matt. Sounds like you do, you Dave. can't say t-shirts in front of Matt now. He gets too. Sounds angry. like you're desperate for a free t-shirt. <laughs> uh, I'm bang up for a free t-shirt. I wear them around the house. Lovely old job. Okay. I still wear my Black Ops free t-shirt. I am, um, <laughs> as well as you know, I'm gonna I'll email them and maybe do a live show. I I I might email saying, "Can we do a meet and greet?" Oh my god! Because I just want to see what happens. It would just be a Zoom call, me, us, from and Scientologist. Hey, I'd love to meet him online. That's a point. He's he's one of our most dedicated fans, and he's one of the few I've never met. I mean, I mean, let's not single out a fan and slag him off. I mean, no, he's great. Bloody good point, Sean. You gotta understand. Me and Ben know each other well enough. Well, we don't know each other at all, but we're comfortable <laughs> in having a pop at each other constantly. So it's okay. Yeah. It's one of those relationships, you know what I mean? That Actually, everyone I know. You know, I, what I would like to do, I might see if we can try and get involved in every one. Let's play. We can do a let's play tournament, yep. maybe. Indie title, James, work, work on something in dreams now. Me and Greeks, <laughs> we can do developer session. James, you can do the developer session for the, 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 the game in dreams. A bit of nest. The bit of nest. Yeah. Come in 2021. Say, yeah, we'll do all of it, mate. Yeah, do a lot. Do every one of them. <laughs> and we'll do a panel. We need to do a panel on a, a, a subject. Um, Why the Bitternest is 2024's greatest game. We could we could do a panel. That's on not my, a panel. That's I mean, some sort the, of marketing why campaign. Why the Bitternest is going to retail at £129.99. Yeah, I've always wanted to be... Okay. Uh, I want it to be design it's... challenges of my Sonic game. I've always had a panel in my head that I wanted to like do, genuinely wanted to do. Okay, so what are you playing? What isn't it? it? (laughs) But um, but like I've, it's too late now. I can't do it. But you know the Tomb Raider reboot. Yeah, Yeah. I had this whole thing written out that it had the best plot that's ever been in a video game, and here's why. Okay. And I'd run them, because you know the plot in that game is absolutely diabolical. <laughs> I wanted to run them through the actual plot of that game and highlight the fact that it's bad voice actors or whatever. There's a scene at the start of that game where Lara Croft falls, like the ship crashes, she goes underwater and she's just about to die and a hand comes out of nowhere and pulls her out of the water. Uh-huh. But then you never see who that hand belongs to. Who yeah. saves Lara Croft in that moment? Mm. And I was going to pitch that my theory is that that was actually the hand of God, and she's dead, and all the stuff you see after that is her thoughts as she, like her final moments before she died as she was drowning, right? Yeah. That's why 
all of the accents are absolutely terrible because they're all like made up in her head and that's what she thinks people like that sound like. That's why the weird like magic people show up at the end. Like that's all in her head. Do you want me to, uh, do you want me to ruin this for you, Dave? Go on. Final Fantasy VIII basically, well, a- according to some fans, did, does this. So the end of the, I think it's the end of the first disc, main character clearly just gets fucking wrecked. And then next disc, he just he's like, "Oh no, you're all right now. It's fine. Don't worry about it." And then, every, and the story just goes fucking mental. So you like, want me to ruin your counter argument, Sean? Yeah. People that are that into Final Fantasy VIII, where they know theories of the plot, aren't turning up to a panel about Tomb Raider <laughs> having the best plot in any video That's game ever. Point. That's a fair point. <laughs> they won't be there. <laughs> uh, Dave, I mean, I, I like the panel idea. Um, Cheers, mate. I'm in. I didn't ask but, for your opinion, but go well, on. Well, I've given you anyway. That's what we do over. But like, <laughs> how about we say I want our slot, and you said, "Here's why I think it's a great story ever told." You spend 59 minutes explaining the entire story and say, "Oh, it's just bloody good, isn't it?" Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. yeah, no, that might actually grass. be that bad. <laughs> okay, right. You're is like, that it for the news? Where's this going? This thing's getting soon. He's still explaining the epilogue. <laughs> When does he make his point? The boss will leave him now. Can we do a a panel on, you know, how to make a uh, successful podcast and it'll just be us being like, just do it for years and years and years and years and years and years and years for free. Probably be quite rubbish for most of the time. Make loads of mistakes. It'll probably be quite rubbish for a period of about eight or nine months. And then the main element will return and it'll get good again. I see where you're going, Sean. I see where you're going. And, and then he'll piss off and actually arguably that that then period after that will be arguably the greatest period and he'll come back and Oh, you couldn't yeah. see driving home the other night because you don't like wearing your glasses. Right, is that the end of the news, uh, James? <laughs> No, there's there's one last thing. Is that hey. I mean, Xbox are doing a game showcase Here on the 23rd July. This is it. This is next I, 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 gen. Fucking I'm actually fizzing with excitement. Yeah, I'm excited because uh, I seem to have arbitrarily <laughs> decided that I'm an Xbox guy next gen. So, <laughs> so I, this I don't is it. Want to hear about you fizzing, Matt? To be quite honest with you, <laughs> I said fizz. With an F. With an F. That's what I said. Right. Okay, okay, I, just wanted to, I, I wasn't sure if anything cut out. And... Uh, I see what you're doing, Lily. Um, yeah. I, so what are we doing? What are we doing, doing for it. this show? We can do a stream, aren't we? So you're doing a talk. Who's doing a talks over for it? We're doing a talks over. Right. And Dave. Am I missing it? You have to sit out. So are we recording it that night? I don't see why we couldn't. I think we should do a talks over live. On It's a third. So where's the, what's the date, James? 23rd. Uh, the date is the 23rd, yeah. Thursday, 23rd at 5pm UK time. You see James scrambling about I know, because the was date like, wasn't oh, in the I headline. The date. <laughs> I'd, I'd already closed. I'd already closed my notes because I thought I'm done with this now. He's so just fucking checked out. That's it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you guys do live stream. I avoid it, and then you tell me what happened afterwards. I mean, yeah. so hang on. Obviously, this is a Thursday. We don't record the pod typically till Monday. What are we going to do? Are we just going to record an extra one? So is it just an additional thing? We we could rec- we could record like an extra reaction one, couldn't we? I, think, yeah. I guess. Yeah, we're doing an extra reaction. Well, I mean, it, it's not going to be that long, is it? The the E3 shows were quite long because we went through everything, but doing one conference will only take about 45 minutes. Well, I mean, there's there's every chance that we're going to see it and then just text you just be like, yeah, Dave Mills, just watch it yourself, mate. It's not... <laughs> not <the game." laughs> Absolutely yeah, watch it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's try it. We don't know if this is going to work as well as the E3 one does. Um 
so don't get too pumped for it. But it it's, yeah. it's worth a shot. I can see you all getting excited. I can hear you all getting like, <laughs> but if it, oh, but I can if it hear does, you fizzing with work. excitement. If it does work, that just means we should have done all the others when we didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So never mind. Yeah, yeah well, let's learn. So next year, when it's James's turn again, we'll do all of the others, all right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, basically on Thursday 23rd, 5 p.m., we'll, we, we will be doing a talk server, but it would just me, Sean, and James. Mm-hmm. No David. We're going to watch the show, talk over it, as we would normally do on Twitch, and then we'll, yeah, we'll do a special podcast afterwards where we reveal exactly what happened to David. All right. End of the news. Calling it there. You're not doing yeah. any more news, James. Chill out. Good. I'm not. Thanks. <laughs> you banged on for too long. I'm cutting the news short. Um, we're doing what you've been playing. And uh, the first game that I'm looking at on this list, I'm very excited to hear about, is, of course, the, uh, the next iteration in a legendary series on this show <laughs> is Trackmania. Matt, Sean, you've been playing this. Yep. What's it like? I mean, Matt, do you want to go first? Yeah. So um, this is just called Trackmania. I mean, I, 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 haven't, I don't know the full you history love that, of Trackmania. Don't you? you love it when games do that and they drop everything, just yeah, call just, it that. Yeah, yeah he a, loves a nice it. A little reboot in the branding. I mean, like, how many games have there been on PC in the past, Sean? Because I, I mean, I, I've heard about this game for many, many years through other podcasts and other people here talking about it. I never really had gaming PC, I guess, when it was out. Uh, but obviously, I really got into it. We all did, I guess, when it came out on, on console. But how many PC releases have there been in, so, in the past? off the top of my head, and there's going to be stuff missing here. So there was Trackmania. There was Trackmania Sunrise. That was the first one I played. Um, there was Trackmania United. I think it was Trackmania Nations was another one. And then eventually they did Trackmania 2, but then that was split into three different releases. There was like Canyon Stadium, something else. Um, then there was Trackmania Turbo, which was the, the, you know, so historically it was a PC focused series. Um, and it was quite sort of scrappy to say the least, like the menus and stuff. Basically, if you weren't like a regular PC gamer, it was quite daunting. But then Trackmania Turbo came out in 2016, wasn't it? And that was very much like, guess what, guys? It's on consoles now. We've made a decent user interface. And it's, you know, maybe a bit stripped down compared to the PC stuff, but it was a lot more accessible and it was still fucking great. And now we've got Trackmania, just just Trackmania, which is actually, I mean, really, it's a remake of, or not a remake of, but it's a, an update of Trackmania United, I think. The stadium, stadium stuff, basically. Oh, yeah, sure. the yeah. stadium stuff. So there's only one car type and one track type, although what you know, the things that people do within that is absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, so but- the one car type, if you played Turbo on console, there's like a touring car or like a NASCAR-style mm. vehicle. There's like dirt buggy-type things. And then there's the car that's in this, which is kind of like a Formula 1 car or F2 car, maybe. Yeah. Um but it, but it, like the tires it has do have like it, it, it's 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 not on slicks. It has like some grip on the tires, but mm. it, 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 incredibly like well polished or like driver model. Um, it's not really one for like drifting, although there are services in this game where, where you can drift. But yeah, it's it's that it's it's that Formula One style uh, car. Which David, I know, I, I mentioned to you when I did like I think I've done a a stream or two on this game in the last week or so and I've said um, you know with me and you Dave were absolutely hammering Trackmania Turbo and we're yeah. playing it on that, that holiday or two we had um, as a family holiday together 
And like, um, you would love what the sort of NASCAR style vehicles, wasn't it, or the buggies? And yeah, I would love... no, no, it was the yeah, it was the touring car stuff. Yeah, yeah, mm. you would love touring car tracks, and like, I would love these like this, the same vehicles in this, like the F one style car. And when we would take it in turns uh, to do the, the tracks, we were class like the F one ones as like my home tracks, and like you know if it was like the you know the touring car ones. You're just exposing us for being very, very sad people. No, no, no. <laughs> there, there was a but it's all true. It's all there was true. A system, yeah. Um, but uh, but to get to get an actual game, fundamentally, the racing in this game is amazing. Like it, yeah. it it's maybe missed Trackmania. I, I I absolutely love Trackmania Turbo, and the the racing model in this is up there with like the best racing games I've played since. But I haven't really ever really felt the same way about racing games as I have since I've like played and loved the Sega races. Mm-hmm. Like the the model is just so perfect. Like y- you know where to put that car. Like and you know instantly if you're a millimeter out, where you know you you're losing speed if you haven't quite clipped the corner correctly or you've gone on a bit of grass or you know, you know where to put that. It's not easy, um, but there is confidence in the driving model. You know that if you've got if you've got the you know um, the the sort of the courage as it were to really like lock on left or right to go around the corner you know that the car will probably do it it's just whether you feel like you can actually keep the car going around that corner you're not worried well if i do that is the car going to spin or is it going to be weird like you know exactly how a driver model works i I liken it a bit to like a pixel perfect platformer like say celeste you like you've got such confidence in the model uh the platform model in celeste you know where to put the character and i think this is like the racing equivalent you know exactly where to put that car. It's not easy, and the tracks are coming at you at such a speed, and the various surfaces and stuff, which we'll come to, uh, and, and and tracks obviously can be quite complex. But but when it when you get it right, it feels amazing to absolutely nail a corner. I get like multiple sort of like so really euphoric moments playing this game in a race if I absolutely nail a corner, and I know I can feel it in my bones. I've I did that corner absolutely perfectly. You know, I I I I let off the gas around at the apex. I like I I, you know, I held right and I just like kept powering through, and it feels amazing. I don't know if you felt those sort of moments, Sean, playing this. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what's always fascinated me about Trackmania is generally with racing games, I lean much to more much more towards like the arcadey side of things. I don't like I enjoy driving uh, driving games, but I don't take them too seriously. But this is the one where it, yeah, it makes me want to sort of yeah, like have that sort of really detailed thing, that sort of almost forensic approach to corners and tracks and stuff. Because it's, I mean, and, and if you're like me and you're hearing all this and you're thinking, oh, it sounds like a bit of fucking hard work, it makes this stuff way more accessible, I think, than like a proper sort of sim like a driving sim game um because most of those i just i don't have the patience for whereas this i feel like i'm able to start thinking about it seriously and and it's fascinating because it does all this like it is like a, a very serious driving game but it knows it's a computer game like the the tracks themselves are just ridiculous like 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 you could just make like a standard like formula 1 style track in it if you wanted but what you will find when you you know as you go through the tracks there's there's still like boost pads and there's jumps and there's loops and there, and all sorts of stupid shit so it's like it is a really serious racing game but it's got that like stupid element as well and it's just a really fascinating combination of the two um 
and it's yeah it's like you say that that feeling of it like you know as you're going around the corner when you've you fucked it and you know like when you when you're halfway through a lap and you're just like fuck this is it this is the run this is this is, this is the yeah, one. This is going to be. There's the, definitely this is going to be a good time. Like a nervousness. Like yeah. Okay, I've done that bit that I I struggle on, and I've nailed that. If I now just hold on, I've, I've used the word hold on a lot in my stream recently because <laughs> I'm like, I it, this you know it's, you're going so fast. You're like I just need to just pick you know perfectly execute in what I've done up to now. And it, it, I mean, yeah, it's it, it definitely that sort of feeling of nervousness and excitement and trying to get it done perfectly because you know, yeah, you know, you've nailed it up to them. Like because it's. Um like cause it makes it quite easy to race against your friends ghosts uh, for those of you who've not played track mania before you never like you can race with other people but you never like they're all they're all ghosts effectively um like you can be racing against other people live but you'll never collide with them right it's, it is purely yeah. a time trial game really um but like i can race against matt's ghosts for example and yeah like the amount of times that we can be like neck and neck and we both go into a corner and then i will bottle it and i'll just come off the accelerator a little bit and you don't and you shoot off and it's like fuck like i could have <laughs> I, it, it was just nerves like there was Can no I ask a question about that because I, I i think i saw this right i could be wrong mm. but does it put your um speed on the back of the car now yeah yeah does, can you yeah. see that on the other ghosts oh i don't know that'd uh, be interesting i mean you're often going so fast i've never looked i yeah. I, I think not but I, I don't know. I I'm not sure. That's a good check. question, though. Yeah, because I like because that was one of the great things about racing against ghosts in 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 um, oh, what is it? The the Trackmania Turbo. Yeah. Um, what was great about that is that you would focus on when people were braking because you yeah. knew that that made a big difference to what they were doing and what times they were going to get and stuff. You see the brake lights so, going, wouldn't you? See. So, so yeah, yeah, you yeah. just see the brake brake lights flash up, and yeah. it gave you a lot of information. So I wonder how. I wonder if that is visible. I suppose if you can't see it, you can't see it, can you? It's not really going to make much of a difference. Yeah, Sorry. Um, this this game, in terms of structure, it's a bit all over the place. Yeah, so it is yeah. just time trial, as, as Sean said, but there is like a big like training. I think there's like 25 or 27 training tracks and uh, they, they might, you know, they, they're called training tracks. They're basically just like tracks that have various different elements to them that you may see in other in other tracks and maybe you build yourself other people can build and then on, on every train track there's like to, so if you get a certain time you get a certain medal from like no medal to bronze silver gold and it's like another one on top i think called i think it's called author or yeah something the author weird. medal so yeah that's basically yeah. the person who made the track it's their time that you've beat yeah. So, and, yeah. and I, I, I had fun just going through all those all those like training maps but mm. as well as that there are I mean other modes are coming soon there's like an arcade mode which is yeah. in, I haven't actually played arcade mode so what is arcade mode Sean have you played not, mode, Sean? I don't know uh, <laughs> not had a proper look um and then yeah, and what's the one that says coming soon? It's called something else, isn't it? That, that, that's called events. Oh, so that's right. Not quite yeah, sure yeah. what that is. Yeah. But the ones I've been playing most are well, there's one called Summer 2020. And I believe that's, that is, it looks like a calendar of, of tracks. And basically, I, I assume that that will just rotate and, you know, come like autumn or winter, there'll be like a new series of tracks. And basically, right, again, yeah, yeah. there's like tons of tracks and we're like 25 to 30. Um, and then again, you know, you, you, you need to get good times, get medals and stuff. But there also, there's also daily tracks. And that's where I've had the most fun. And that's mm-hmm. where like 
like Sean and I, I guess, have been playing like the most like separately as well. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, every 24 hours, a track is live and then you basically have to set, you know, a great time. Uh, basically how it works is uh, every, there's a uh, half an hour sessions that run all day for 24 hours. Um, and so you start, you play it whenever you want. You can be in the middle of a half an hour session and, and, or, 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 you know, and play a bit. And obviously there will be a new half an hour session. And in free, everyone's half an hour sessions, there was like a winner, um, you know, if you can get the best time and whatnot. And, uh, and, and that's been really, really good uh, because you, you, in these sessions, you can start, you can restart as many times as you want. Uh, but you have half an hour to set the best time and see so constantly trying to race and beat your time and get up this leaderboard. And some of these tracks, I'm not sure what the limit is in terms of number of players, but I've seen tracks where it might have like 100 or 100 plus like people, like mm-hmm. uh, ghosts bobbing around this track trying to get the same time or trying to get a great time. And it's great uh, because and, you and see, that's brilliant. yeah, like watching other people's ghosts, like because it's one thing. So, yeah, so if I'm racing on a track and I'm like, so say I've loaded up Matt's ghost and I'm just trying to beat his time. Like, obviously, that's useful because I can see what he's done and, and I can take pointers from it. And you get that when you play with other people online, but also you get this, <laughs> the sort of encouragement of seeing where other people are fucking up as well. So you're like, so if you like fly straight, you know, you end up flying off the track or straight into a wall or whatever, and then about another five or six cars just do the same thing at the same time. And you're like, good, I'm not a complete idiot. That's just like, yeah, that's yeah, a I've common that, yeah. mistake. Um, whereas if you're always just racing against people's best times, you'd never see that stuff. So yeah, there is a there is value in just playing alongside like tons of other people. I think. Yeah, and as well as that, but we you can set up clubs and stuff, and we set up like mm. a TCGS club. Yeah, I think currently there's like four members: me, Sean, and a couple <laughs> of other people. Um, so if anyone's listening to this and you've got Trackmania, it is only out on PC uh, right now, and I don't know what their discussion is about console releases, but right now it's PC only. But if you've got Trackmania, search for TCGS in there and then there was a club in which case you know basically that lists the times other people have got in in the club and that's really exciting too like i was playing the other night and i was like okay so uh, a new track just came on and i've seen i can see like sean's time and and the other two members times and it's like trying to beat them is brilliant and we see them like log in as well i saw obviously i'm friends with sean on like you play which is what we're playing on and like see it logging in and then you're like looking at the time and stuff um but that's just immensely exciting, you know, yeah. the, knowing that like the 24 hour session is about to run out in like next 10 or 15 minutes and you've got to just keep going to try and get this better time and be not only like the people in the session you're in, but like knowing the, the times of the people in the club that you're racing against. Yeah, like it, that and that sort of asynchronous nature of it is really cool as well, because obviously we, you know all being grown adults we often struggle to find time to play games together whereas actually just like you say having that sort of every 24 hours new track goes up and you've got 24 hours to set a time and then and then you know and that all gets recorded doesn't it it's like you can view like the current month and see what times everyone got on it on every track and stuff so that's just like a a constant sort of ongoing thing but we don't have to be on at at the same time um the (laughs) I mean, because when I, I think I talked about this a month or two back, and I was saying like it's interesting because the the game itself and how it plays, like nothing really needs changing there. It'd just be cool to see the the infrastructure around that updated, and they yeah. kind of have, but it's still I mean, they like the interface is weird. I mean, it's one of it's one of the worst interfaces I've ever seen in a game. <laughs> oh, it, it literally is like a. <laughs> Well, the game's finished. It's half past twelve on a Friday. We spent a week doing it. Oh, like last minute, like fuck no! Did you did, 
do, 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 do the UI? No, I thought, <laughs> I thought Peter was doing. No, no one's done the UI. Like it is, it is terrible. And it was like it, it must be like their first. I mean, obviously it isn't their first go. Mm. I can't believe people have actually sat around and thought about the best UI for a game, and this is what they come up with. Well, this is what's so strange. Is so all the the old like you know all the, the previous PC ones like the menus were much, even worse. Um, it was like looking at a like an old website or something. It was absolutely bizarre. Like, um, but. You know, but then Trackmania Turbo happened, and the menus and that are fine. Like nothing wrong with those. So, the, yeah, it's a step back. To again. give you an example, you can go to like the clubs. Like it's it's mostly it's in tabs. You press. I mean, I'm playing with like an Xbox pad connected to yeah. my PC and using RB and and, L, and and LB to like switch between these tabs. And you can go to the clubs tab, and you'll see, you know, at the top it's got you know a picture of the TCGS club. You can click that to go into a club to see times and skins we've uploaded and stuff. And then beneath that, it's got other clubs and it's it must have like hundreds i mean it obviously they could go up every day hundreds of basically pictures of other clubs and you could keep scrolling for ages just like tons of boxes with like an image and a name of it like there's nowhere to filter i don't if it's is it filtered by like it's not alphabetical yeah but there's no nowhere idea. to say okay i want to show like the most active clubs recent it's just like a list of literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clubs which you can not spend ages just pressing down on the controller and it's the same with like, is it like um, like tracks or like what do they call it? like sort of collections of tracks? I guess people have made little tournaments, haven't they? There's sure. like little yeah, like playlists, aren't they? Essentially, um, I think so. Like I think the idea is that so yeah, so anyone who's part of like, for example, the TCGS club, we can all upload our tracks, and then yeah, people can find the TCGS club and play all the tracks that we've uploaded. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, as like a little playlist, and so yeah, so it's like showing you all these clubs. But as you say, there's no suggestion of what criteria has been applied to like. No. <laughs> I mean, Can't you know, the day one the game launched. Uh, every time you loaded up the main menu, one of the like feature, like, you know, supposedly featured clubs was just one where people just met, like recreate loads of Mario Kart tracks. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> there's loads of that. But I was like, does Ubisoft know that this is on the? <laughs> This is on their it's game. like it's a test released. server. There are also yeah. loads of like collections where it just says like test one yeah. or like test yeah. this. It's like. Is this is this a real live in the game? Because well, this is this is the other hundreds. thing is yeah. that yeah. So say say you've bought the game and you've made a skin right. Which don't get me started on that pain in the ass. Uh, you made a skin for your car. You can't then just go to your like profile and change the skin of your car. You have to create a club and upload the skin, and then apply it. <laughs> Right, so if you're just on your own and you have like no intention of creating your own club, you like you just have to make it. You know, I just to be like, oh, uh, Sean's racing club or whatever, yeah, and Sean's then just upload the club. skin. So that's that, which is, and I understand it must be an infrastructure thing. Like obviously, it's got to be uploaded to a server so that other players, you know, so if you just join a server with people who've never met you before, then that skin is definitely you know like registered online, I guess. Um, but it's just very unintuitive. <laughs> when you're editing the, the skin on your car um you can import stickers right or you can import entire skins if you wanted to like do a skin in photoshop and then just import it straight in but like stickers right and you think oh great so i can just get images off my hard drive surely no what you have to do is if you <laughs> if you want like a logo for example the computer game show logo on your car you have to save it as a tga file a targa file and you have to like name it I can't remember what the naming... There's like a special naming convention you have to use 
for one of the images and then you also have to save a 64 by 64 pixel version of it and save it in the same folder but with like a slightly different name and that's like the icon for the sticker and then you've got a put it's a, it's then like you've got old a put. school pc modding oh, it's like old school pc modding exactly yeah <laughs> yeah, <it's>, yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and you've got to put them in like a specific folder and then it and then you can import it into the game and it's just like why is why why is any of that why can't i just click a button and go <laughs> that's there's like the JPEG. most basic shit in games on. now isn't it yeah it's bizarre it's really yeah. bizarre um, all that stuff is insane and weird and it, it 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 kind of just freaks me out like how has this happened yeah how is this <laughs> the result of any sort of people working together or just one person working together and saying this is the best it could be yep. it's insane. Low, low priorities isn't it that's what I that guess. is it's, 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 it's yeah it's for the fans isn't it it's for it's it's, <laughs> it's such a great game but it and that is why it kills me that it seems to have no interest in bringing new people in where like like trackmania turbo did right like that seemed like such a step forward um in terms of getting new people into the game and all right maybe that the hardcore fans weren't as pleased with it i don't know but as a long-time fan of the series i was just delighted that it got more people playing it and i hope I, i'd hoped that lessons would be learned from that and taken forward whereas actually it seems very much like they've just gone no we're just going to do another pc one like we've always done them <laughs> which is yeah. weird it's just really weird and a, and a missed opportunity i think um but it is but, it's know, fucking great. Like it's yeah, just a it, shame it, it, about it, the it, racing. Is just so so good. And yeah. like um, so th- th- there's also these th- in certain tracks. There's these pads on the on the floor. Mm. One of which might be might be a turbo. Um, others like certainly that had in Trackmania Turbo where it would maybe cut your it would cut the acceleration. Yeah. And so then like you, you don't want to break because there's no way to accelerate. And but there might be like tricky bits where it might. It might basically feel like it forces you to break, but you've got to find a way around these things. There's also another one. I think this is new, but there's like now there's one where if you go over a certain pad, uh, you're unable to change the steering. Oh, that's right. And yeah. Yeah. The, the, those are absolutely brilliant. The, the, yeah. There's like one in one, the other training tracks where you see like tons of posts in front of you, but you've got like, <laughs> you're no, you know, you're going to go over this pad where you can't then change, you know, the direction of the car and to like go from going really, really fast to then go over this pad and you've got like, make sure you, you know, like threading, you know, threading for a needle to get through these poses. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, I think, I I'm think, like, loads of really, really creative tracks being built using these. It's, it's really yeah. awesome to see. Yeah, like there's, there's so much imaginative stuff. And like, but what's really cool is when you first start it and you go on the, like the training tracks, and like literally the first track is like two corners, right? And it takes about seven seconds to, to do it. And you and you and you're like right. Well, drive forwards. Okay, turn around that corner. Turn around that corner. Finished it. Right. What's next? And the game's like bronze, bronze medal. And you're like, what? Like, yeah, what else, what else could that. I have done? So and how then, could I have improved that? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you go, all right. Well, let's see the the ghost for the silver time then. And then and already you start thinking, like you start seeing differences in in the way you can tackle these things. And that's on a, a course with just two fucking corners on it. So when you extrapolate that out into a full course that's supposed to take two or three minutes and has like say you know jumps and loops and boosts and and you know god knows what else it's fascinating it's, it's such a good driving game it's just i just wish it wanted more people to play it i think it's yeah the- <laughs> I, I i hope to god this or like just a new track main comes to console i mean like yeah. again when i was streaming people were like oh have i got this and like i think track main turbo may be on ps plus it's definitely on game pass currently on xbox mm-hmm. so if you've got an xbox and it sounds good Trackmania Turbo is absolutely amazing, yeah. uh, and it, they, you know, it 
UI wise, it's it's perfectly ser- serviceable. It's not like this, you know, disaster we just talked about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, this makes you want to get more into Trapmania Turbo if it means more people playing and stuff. But I've, actually, yeah, yeah. I've had such a great time playing this. I wish it was on console. The driving is just I- I- impeccable. It's such fun. I, I, I love the, the asynchronous, you know, being each other's times and stuff. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's an absolutely brilliant racing game. Yeah, totally. And cool. it's worth pointing out as well, this is free to play, but the system around it is weird, isn't it? It's like yeah, the free version, you can basically, yeah, you can do races. You can do, I think you can do online races with other people. Then there's like a, was it like standard access? Yeah, so there's basic access, standard access, and then club access. Club access, yeah. And I think standard is like 10 or 15 quid, and that gets you sort of some of the perks. But then, yeah, in order to do the, the cool club stuff, you need club access, which is, is it 30, 30, 40 quid? Yeah, yeah, 30, yeah, yeah. So it's 15 quid a year, and this is yeah. like 30 quid a year. Well, this is, this, if you yeah, want. and this is the weird thing, is that it's they've made it like an annual model. So on the one hand, you're sort of having to explain, well, yeah, it's kind of a free-to-play game. But is it, like, is it, more, is it likely that a lot of players would just pay the the 30 quid for the first year and that that's enough for them or like how many people are they well, really going to be it, rinsing it means for they this wouldn't annually? have to bring out a new track mania next year like for those people mm. that i suppose yeah i mean how how much was track mania turbo when it came out it weren't full price was it no it wasn't it's like 20 25 quid i think i think this would do great if they released a new track mania like a brand new track mania on game pass yeah because, you know, going by the deals that people sang and then the people actually going out and buying it after that, mm-hmm. um, on console, they'd have that initial bus, buzz of, oh, it's a brand new game that's launching on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would try it out and then realise how yeah. good that series is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And if it's a case of, okay, I want more features, I'll pay the 15 or I want to create a club and get more serious into it and I'll pay 20 or 25, 30 quid a year for it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I so want this on console, and it, and like, and it's worth pointing out as well. Like, for the amount of content, admittedly, most of it user generated, um, but like, it's really good user generated stuff. Like, this is the basically the you know this community has been using the same tools for like ten, fifteen years, and they're fucking good at it. So there's there's immediately there's just loads of brilliant stuff. Like Matt was saying, the the you know track of the day, there's a new one every day curated by the devs, and they're all like user made tracks and they're brilliant so i'm so glad you can save them as well i've saved like a bunch so far already it's only like five or six days old oh shit i just had a thought with that stuff i I, you know because it the user generated stuff was on the console version stuff i never saw what i should have expected to see and this is the one first level from mario kart one (laughs) This is this is uh, the Rainbow Road from uh, the N64 one. You never see any of that, do you? Yeah, I mean, unless I didn't. Yeah, that, that's certainly the user-generated stuff is is very much at the forefront of this. Where it wasn't so much with Turbo, was it? It was nah. like you could have a no, good no, time no. with. I mean, the Turbo came with more tracks from the developers. Um, yeah, tons but, of them. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I mean, so point is, yeah, that there's so much to do, and there will be for years to come that. That annual fee is pretty good value for money, if you ask me. But yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But yeah. If you're listening to this and you got it, pl- pl- search for TCGS Club. We, we want more times. Yeah. And we've got our skin and everything. Yeah. It took I'm, me about I'm, half yeah, an hour to figure out how to do it. So <laughs> make use. Yeah. Nice one, uh, Matt. Did you have anything else on the on your list? 
Um, I played uh, Gatto Roboto today. Oh, yeah. What's that? Um, That's a good game. It is. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I uh, did, a, did a morning stream and uh, I didn't really know what to play, but I wanted to do a stream. And uh, Cammy uh, told me, I, said, I think I might have said, I might just go on Game Pass and see what's out there. And he's like, here's loads of good games on Game Pass and Gato Roboto was top of the list. So I downloaded it and I, I knew nothing about the game. Um, I saw you know, the, 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 the pictures on oh, you know, when I was downloading on Game Pass, but that's about it. And it wasn't until I started, I was like, oh, it's a Metroidvania. And obviously, if, you, uh, if, you, if you're listening, you've, you remember recently you've been playing Super Metroid. It's kind of, kind of soured me on the whole, uh, the whole genre, which I've said up to now. Imagine that. Like, Super Metroid has soured you on Metroid Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, that's an incredible statement. I know, but it's that's true. It's, it's sad. I've loved them up to then. But that game was like, the controls just did one nothing. I was like, oh, it's just a like drag. Anyway, oh, um, after Cammy tricked me, and it was like, oh, we got him, guys. <laughs> it's a Trovania. Um, what I played, and I played about five hours. I mean, apparently it's a, it's a three to four hour game. Uh, I, I think about five hours in, and I've still got an hour and a half to go, apparently. <laughs> but uh, for what I played, I'm absolutely loving it so far. Um, the controls are brilliant. I'll say that. Would you say it was better than Super Metroid? <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, okay. undoubtedly. At this point, interesting, interesting. Um, That's incredible. I mean, what an incredible statement. Go on. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the, the controls are brilliant. I mean, I just I can't fault the controls. I know where I'm going. I never press a certain direction. Like it, it's really, it, it's not. I mean, I think I might have said, oh, this is. You know, you really know exactly where you go. It's not quite as pixel perfect as I'd like it, but it, it still feels good. I'm still got confidence in that where I'm going to go. I, I know the you know the trajectory of, of a character if I jump, so on and so forth. I've had a couple of tricky bits in the stream this morning, but generally really happy with the controls. Um, but it's got all the hallmarks of what was good about Super Metroid. The music's fantastic. And the exploration's really, really good. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's got a bit of... Uh, the story, I'm not quite sure what's happening. You're basically uh, a cat that's been directed... By this other other dude, and you're there to like explore and basically trying to, I, I presume, escape. I don't know. You're but you're basically a cat essentially, uh, and your cat that can wear a suit to go underwater and do other little things, or you can be the cat on its own if you want to get through little small gaps. Um, and yeah, you, you find things along the levels like yeah, different filters to change how the game looks, which I think is pretty cool. Like, mm. and it's mostly just color, you know, color. It's not like a, it's not like a, a massive visual change other than literally the colors of. The, the game that you're seeing rather than like textures and whatnot but yeah I think, I think that's really neat uh, and every time I get my new one I'm like okay I think I'm for this look I'll go with that new look and then I find another one M and yeah but but yeah I'm, I'm really surprised just because I know nothing I'd heard of the game I think I presume like from you Sean who might have mentioned it in the past mm-hmm. um, maybe you as well uh, James um, but having known nothing about it and downloaded it I was really pleasantly surprised I, I, I just loved pretty much everything about it and I'm I think if I get time I'm going to go back again tomorrow uh, which will be Tuesday uh, when you hear this and hopefully go back and finish it because like I said I think Cammy's like oh it's only a three to four hour game you'll get us done this morning <laughs> you know not the keys because they struggled <laughs> on the boss yeah, hold my beer <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but short game I'll, I'll show you short game mate um but no, uh, yeah, Gato Botto, absolutely brilliant. And it's, you know, this is, after playing Super Metroid, This I think this might have restored my love for Metroidvanias. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's, it's wonderfully I can't condensed, isn't it? Because brilliant. obviously, uh, generally speaking, Metroidvanias, people associate with 
like oh massive sprawling maps and loads of secrets and hours and hours and hours of playtime just just digging everything up and it like and and it feels like it's got all of that stuff just in a quarter of the time <laughs> it's just yeah it's really nice yeah, it's, it's definitely condensed and I, I really appreciate it for that i don't feel overwhelmed i mean but again i've loved other metrovanians that do do that but mm. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm big fan of it so far, and I'm excited to get it finished. Um, other than that, I played Hitman again on Sunday. I, I mean, I, 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 feel like I love this game more every time I play it. Uh, yeah, like it's good, first stream, first week. You know, I was a bit. I felt a bit embarrassed afterwards. Like, okay, just like bumbling, making those mistakes, silly. Uh, the second stream, much better, much more confident. And then Sunday stream, more confident. I'm enjoying basically so much of it. I'm really when I go into a level, and obviously I'm playing all these for the first time. I'm like. Wondering about the possibilities straight away. I, I, you know, every time I go into a new room or new location or new area, I'm like, okay, what, what can I do now? And yeah. I, it's been really fun playing with both like the ways to get kills creatively, to find the targets, to hide, to, you know, if things go wrong, I'm not like, okay, instant restart. I, 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 you know, it's been fun to try and fight my way out of it or hide my way out of a situation. And, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really am absolutely loving this game. So um, I'm playing like the Hitman 2016 levels currently. Uh, 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 amazing listener, Reese Miller, um, sent me a code for the original Hitman 2016 levels after I uh, got Hitman 2. So I'm still playing through the 2016 ones, but um, and then I'll make my way onto onto Hitman 2 after that. But uh, yeah, a- a- absolutely brilliant. Uh, and I, I, yeah, it's just it's just a joy to play. It is a great streaming game as well. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, because I, I think it's just is a possibility. It's like for a reverse engineering calamity. puzzle game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, the idea is great. The... We, when you pick up something creative, like, okay, so I've got exploding golf ball. Obviously, there will be a golf in this somewhere in this level. How can, yeah, how yeah, can exactly, I utilize yeah. that? What does that mean? Or if you pick up something really random, like, okay, well, I don't know how I can use this. And then, yeah, and like, and. It, even now, like, okay, I want to go back and do the same level different ways or get different, because there was both mission stories which you discover as you play the level and that might... So actually, no, this this mission story means you should kill this person or do this or do that or explore that, explore this or discover that. And there's also objectives or challenges within each level to say, okay, could you... Can you kill someone by drowning them or by using a certain item in the level um so there's yeah. absolutely tons of ways to go back and play it differently um the sapiens level which i played on sunday i did i spent like first two hours or so playing it a certain way and went up and down there were some mistakes but ultimately i i killed the targets and and and, and did the objectives and then i played it again and did it in like half an hour by doing it like the other way around i did like the objective i saved first time did that i did that first rather than last and then i did the other two after that and um yeah i'm absolutely loving it so far it's 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 a brilliant brilliant game sapiens it's great it's great how all those ideas sort of piece together just by observing things by looking at your target and they're going okay so they eat a canapé there Uh, (laughs) so yeah yeah, but they they go to the toilet here and leave their bodyguard outside so that's another like all right i could do this and this it's um yeah you piece it all together it's well good yeah Yeah, I'm, i'm loving it uh, and, and that's that's it for me. Obviously, Animal Crossing was sort of. Got, I'm not going to talk about it, but we got kind of back into it. LED is massively into it. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, all I'm going to say is that that June update is the final straw. Final <laughs> straw for me. I'm done. I've, I haven't played it since Friday, I think, or Saturday when it came out. I was just like, "Fuck this!" But I'm done. I am tapping out now. 
You gotta admit, James, that June update is fucking rubbish. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Oh, I'm, just... I'm not defending that game. I've got issues with it myself <laughs> that we can talk about later on the Good. game of the year show, maybe if it even gets that far. <laughs> well, way yes. later. Then. Fair enough. Um, Sean, uh, you hello. You've got um, some more to take. Yeah, I got a few. A few, uh, two of them be quick. One of them be a bit longer, but yeah, uh, still playing Spider Man. It's yeah, fully got its hooks in now. Um, really, really enjoying it. The story has fucking kicked up a notch. Um, I'm so happy. Yeah, you mentioned today on the WhatsApp. Like, I'm still playing. It. I'm like, I, I pardon me for maybe maybe you might jump off, but I'm so happy you're still playing it and keeping on with it because yeah, yeah, it's, it's been a nice because um, it's been a while since I've had just like a standard go to game you know and i I don't want to think about what i'm going to play in the evening good i'll just play spider-man and i will definitely have a pretty good time like <laughs> um well i mean yeah. you were talking about yakuza like that weren't you and then that's the where the fear comes from i mean you love yakuza didn't you and then, yeah did you yeah. bend it oh, interesting yeah. what but, was the other one <laughs> what was the other one sure i've forgotten the other one i mean the game we didn't, he didn't play god of war oh that's true i know he no, started no, no, there war. was another one that he started said that he loved and then just never went back to I can't remember what Destiny it was now. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Sean. Sorry. Death, Death Stranding. Um, oh, no, that was Matt. Go on. Sorry, James, I missed that. <laughs> sorry, it was a bad joke. Okay, that's fine. Continue. Um, so, yeah, yeah, still really enjoying that. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm just yeah quite surprised with, like, where the story's going. I mean, it's not, like, shocking, but it's just, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's been really interesting. Um, still playing a lot of Beat Saber. I've sorted out um getting custom tracks on it the user created ones um which has been a really interesting experience because uh it turns out a lot of the community not very good at doing the uh the maps for it um yeah. like i just went in um like it's it's pretty cool the way it works on the quest is you you know you side load uh, an app and then that sort of patches your copy of beat saber and then you're like okay and then it basically takes you to a web browser in the in the the quest and from there you can just search like for shit loads of of custom beat saber songs and there's fucking loads of them do you have um, to download them or do they stream uh, you download them yeah so you literally okay. like yeah it's just a website you click a button and it's like right downloaded and then once you've done a few there's like a button in the top right which says like synchronize with beat saber you click that takes a couple of minutes and then you load up beat saber and the tracks are all there um which you know it's, it's amazingly slick for a obviously this is all just the game being hacked like you're not supposed to be able to do this but it's which is weird in and of itself because obviously the devs know that this is going on um but so it's a weird situation it, it literally can only benefit them well yeah this is it you need um, to buy the game to to get this stuff i assume exactly and it's why like so. you know because i held out on getting the quest version for so long i was like oh man like I, you know I'll, I'll try and wait until it's on sale this game will never be on sale because it doesn't need to be like <laughs> it's just such a, a runaway success and as you say because people know they can just buy the game and then just get custom tracks for it forever like well, why yeah why would they ever discount the game um but yeah so i just went through and downloaded songs that i like right i found like a bunch of radiohead stuff um there was what else i found like you know some tracks from the scott pilgrim game soundtrack which is like an all time i was like oh man this is going to be so good some really weird um picks on there there was like a couple of uh treecot songs they're like a japanese sort of math stroke you know post hardcore band i guess um so really surprised to see them there it's like fuck this is brilliant this is i'm gonna have the best time ever uh all absolute dog shit either <laughs> like 
you know, we, we talked this before, like the cool thing about Beat Saber is that when the devs make the tracks, they obviously understand what, like the like the motions that feel cool or natural to pull off. So when you get like a flurry of notes, you don't have to necessarily see all the arrows on the notes, right? Because the devs just design it in a way so that if you just swing from one note to the next, you're probably swinging it in the right way. And that's when you get that really nice like flow and you don't necessarily have to be like, it sometimes just feels like you're going on instinct, right? And it's a really good feeling. But when that's not done right, that completely goes out the window and it's just horrible to play. Um, so I was like, oh, fuck, this has probably been a complete waste of time. And then I just went back and went, actually, do you know what? I'm just going to look at like what the community recommends, like highly rated songs. Um, so then, uh, you know, so basically got like a load of Prodigy stuff. Um, There's like a Camel Fat uh, track and like a bunch of others. Um, and they're fucking wicked like <laughs> um invaders must die by the prodigy fucking amazing um uh, it's drives me crazy fine young cannibals absolutely brilliant and faith oh faith by george michael fucking hell honestly i haven't smiled that much in months it's a great song it is and it's so no, well done it. in beat saber honestly i was like laughing as i was doing it it was so fucking good it's just been so well implemented um are these things hard to make Sean, do you know? Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, they must be, right? Because obviously here's me turning my nose up at like community efforts, whereas it's probably actually quite hard to do, right? Um, I, don't, I don't know what the, the editing tools are like. Um, oh, do one. I, 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 I am tempted, like, Sean, you know. I am really tempted to do You've got to do Candle in the Wind. No, oh, my God. Well, yeah, there's that. But you've also got to do um, our theme tune. I was going to say, yeah, TCGS theme, yeah. The full, I'll get the full there. original get the extended version. Mix, yeah, the, yeah, get the full yeah. original <laughs> version. The 15 minute version. Yeah. I'll do that and stream playing it. Yeah, man. Yeah, because it's about the only thing I could do and not get the channel banned. So, <laughs> play, yeah, play yeah, do that. Um, yeah, that is actually tempting. I'll, I'll have a look into it. It's probably tons of work, but we'll, we'll if see. someone knows how to do it, can you get in touch or do the do it yourself? I mean, you can just pay people. <laughs> um, some of the better known ones, they they that. will just do it for a, a fee. Um, well, look, t- t- take it out, pay cash. You know, you can't put a price on. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, um, get that done. Yeah, get it done. I'll have a look. I mean, I I'll wonder if there's like green grass and high ties. You know, like the 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 really long one from Guitar Hero <laughs> on there in Beat Saber. <laughs> I mean, not, probably yeah. Like, there's a lot of. I mean, I think I think there's a lot of tracks in there that are like they've been made famous. Like, obviously, there's Dragon Force and shit, right? Um, I was really annoyed. There's like several yeah yeah yeahs tracks, but not maps. Oh like, what? Yeah, oh, that was like, what the fuck? So that was a bit. That annoying. was amazing on what band? Exactly. So that was weird. But um, yeah. So that that's been a really cool thing to do. And I'm now that I'm just open to just downloading tracks that I wouldn't necessarily like, but the community assures me have been well, you know, well implemented for Beat Saber. Like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna carry on digging through that. Leaky boom boom really cool. down. You're sorry. Leaky boom boom down. Oh, I've not looked. I bet it's fucking there though. Yeah, and if it is, down. That, that, that you're gonna beat saver oh and do rap on <laughs> stage yeah, whilst, Luigi. whilst rapping as well. It'd be fun. It'd be fine. Uh, can I just uh, say, before the emails coming, Green Grass and the High Tides is on rock band, not Guitar Hero. Ooh. I do apologise. That was a mistake. Naughty. Uh, um, I, I think you said rock band. 
Well, no, I said rock band with a second example. It's definitely a second example. Oh, you, oh, you said that with Didn't Matt. Didn't say yeah. the first one. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Can't be too careful okay. these days. Yeah. All right, anything else? Uh, yeah, sorry, one more. Sorry, Beat Saber was meant to be a quick one. but um, So I've been playing uh, oh, Heart God. Space Shipbreaker, which is... Sorry, Shipbreaker, that is. Um, oh. And um, Another swear for yeah, sure. I know, I know. The 10p <laughs> in the jar. We're playing um, Heart Space Cuntbreaker. Fuck, I mean... Oh. <laughs> Well, that would be Could a that be the show title, Matt? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think that would be Dave. So, oh, <laughs> fuck. So this has come out in early access. Um, but, I mean, I, I don't get any whiff of early access about it. Like, um, the, it's, it's a game where you are, it's, it's like set in the future. Uh, you're a man who basically strips down, like, decommissioned spaceships, right? So... Mm. Like you, you basically you've got this like you're in space. You've got this little work area, um, and you're surrounded by so like beneath you, there's like this barge that'll like that's for sort of like high value items like computers or chairs or or whatever like things that they would want whole right and could reuse elsewhere. And then also you've got like a furnace which is for all your metals, and then a processor which is for like polymers, plastics, whatever. And you've just got this like these like cutting tools and stuff and you and a little jetpack and you so you're flying around inside these ships, cutting bits out, putting them in the right bits, and then and that's it, right? On the surface of it. That is that is the entire pitch for the game. Um but fucking hell, it's satisfying. Like <laughs> when you first start and and you know, and it gives you like just some like bits of scrap metal to just practice with. Like, right, you have like a sort of a, a like a grapple gun. It's like a physics gun, right? So you grab stuff, you can pull it round, um, and you like practice. Like, right, chuck that in the furnace, chuck this in the processor, this in there, whatever. And then you learn how to cut, like how to find and cut through weak points in the infrastructure, um, to then sort of start separating bits out. And then you're taught that most spaceships are still pressurized on the inside so if you just went like oh great a spaceship i'll just fucking laser into it uh you'll get a very violent reaction out of the ship because just explode right uh, well it doesn't just explode it's like it it does simulate like the does like, the ship go bang sean does go bang go shoot you bang um and yeah, like all the air flying out basically and stuff and like the stress that that puts on the, the hull um, can like blow bits apart and probably kill you in the process. Um, so you have to be That's like, right, where's the airlock? Get in the airlock, find the, you know, the atmospheric control computer, depressurize it safely, and then you find to carry on working. But as the right. game progresses... Right, how simple is that though? Is that, like, there, is that like just get in there, press a button? I mean, more or less, yeah. But as it gets more, um, you know, you start getting bigger and bigger ships as you go on and they'll have several compartments that are all sealed off from each other. So you might have to figure out how to pick your way through. Because obviously once you've depressurized one compartment, you can't then just open the door to the next one because the air will fly through and any like debris or any floating stuff will hit you and possibly kill you. So so you've got to figure out ways to get safely around the ship, depressurize it bit by bit. and you just like like when I first started playing it, I was you know I was taking out like the you know like say the chairs, computers, panels, and whatever, and firing them off into these different processors, furnaces, whatever. And then you start taking off like the bits of the outer hull, 
and you sort of go, okay, so I'm basically, I'm just stripping it and then it'll just get to a point where I'm like, right, there's nothing more I can do to it, get a new ship in. But no, it's like, it's the fucking, it's the whole buffalo. The whole thing can be stripped to nothing. And when you send, like, and basically you strip it to the point that you're just left with this metal frame. And then when you just push that off into the furnace, it's the best fucking feeling ever. Because you're like, oh my God, there was an entire spaceship here. And I've safely and methodically <laughs> just dismantled the whole thing. And it now it's all just been perfectly recycled. And it's just bizarrely therapeutic. Um, like, it's occasionally a bit stressful. There's, like, there's elements of it. So, obviously, there's, um, you know, there's somewhere, like, you de- as you're detaching, like, the thrusters from the back, the more advanced ships, they've got, like, com- well, not complicated, but they've got, like, fuel lines. So, you've got to figure out how to disconnect the fuel first before you take the engine out. And then there'll be, like, a like a, a reactor in it somewhere. And once you remove that, it's on a timer because it's, you know, it starts becoming unstable. So if you go into a ship and go, oh, brilliant, there's a reactor, try and pull it out, you'll probably get yourself killed. So you find the reactor room and it's like, right, how do I remove like the nearest panel so that I can get this out of the ship really quickly and then into the, the barge below before it fucking blows up? And you... <laughs> And like, and once you've done a few, you start learning quirks of like different manufacturers and different like like there's different tiers of shipping. Like, oh well, this is a level three, so make sure you cut the fuel lines on this one before you take the thruster. And and you know, in games, like you come away and you sort of think, oh, I could I could fucking do this for real. <laughs> this is like <laughs> I'm a qualified engineer. I, can I know enough can, about this now. Yeah, yeah, I, could I can ship down for ships for, for a living. No, no bother. Um, which is nonsense, obviously. But there's that feeling of like, I feel like I learned something even though it's fucking nonsense. Um, yeah, I absolutely love it. I, I don't know. Like I said, supposedly it's early access. I'm really excited to see what they're, they're still planning on doing with it because it seems pretty complete to me. I've put quite a few hours in and I'm on like the sort of the fourth tier of ships and i think there's like 10 um so yeah yeah really good uh pc only at the moment as far as i'm aware but the i mean i'm playing it with a controller and the controls are perfect so hopefully there's a, a console version on the way oh, well, we are pc uh, heavy this week mate we? uh, it's great it's good good cool. time to be a pc lad all right um okay well uh, we we should probably i i mean i've only been playing the last of us 2 because i have now completed the last of us 2 absolutely hammered it this week Excellent. Uh, james you've also completed it yeah i've also finished it as well yeah obviously you know what we've got to say about it i can't stress it enough like the, the, you can't go into this game without spoiling it so mm-hmm. we are going to le- leave most of the chat for the spoiler stuff but i think it's fair to say that that is an incredible game an incredible Absolutely. game yeah. like probably best in class you know what i mean in in terms of a action over the shoulder big budget game like this i don't think it can be beaten um no. uh, and and i sorry i also should point out you know i'm not talking there are action over the shoulder games that are clearly better gameplay wise um but I'm talking from this cinematic experience, which I think is uh, is easy to point out, uh, like that like is important to point out. And very, you know, it is a very linear game as well. So you know, in that class, I think it's the best we have seen. Um, the story, the characters, the way it went, you know, uh, this so easily could have been more of the same. 
And in some aspects, yeah, like the combat, all right, it is vastly improved, but it is kind of more of the same. The the sort of gameplay loop of little bit of exploring, little bit of story stuff, little bit of horror um, and combat, that that is still there. You know, it is still very similar or, or true to the, the original game. Then, uh, it is still true to those things. But it could have so easily just been that again and it wasn't like in terms of story the plot and the way it went and the decisions that it may makes along the way it feels like it really goes against the grain with what a sequel to the last of us should be um that it fucking and it nails it you know it really nails it the man the characters in it although i stand by uh what I said last week that, you know, the the first portion of that game, there is that sort of lack of empathy and um towards characters that I've I, you know, it felt like I should have cared about and I didn't really. Those characters that I was talking about back then, that's still the case. However, really? later on you meet new characters that you do have that emotional connection with and, and it does achieve those goals, you know. Um so you know that's way less of a criticism than I, I was worried it was going to be. Um, I have again, I can't really talk, go into details, but um, I, I've been thinking about the ending a lot because I, I'm a. I wasn't disappointed. It's not a bad ending. I think the biggest problem that The Last of Us Two had was that the ending to The Last of Us One was one of the best I've ever experienced in a game. Um, and I said to you today, what was it today, James, that I went back and watched the ending of the first game, uh, either today or yesterday. And honestly, I was just like, I was like, have I just built that up in my head? Was that a good ending that I thought, oh no, you know, and because I've said it so often that I really enjoyed the ending, it's suddenly been built up as one of the best endings in a game. I uh, No, I went back and watched it again and was like, fuck me, that was perfect. Whereas here, I didn't have that, satisfying punch to the gut i didn't have that where everything either comes together or there's the right amount of subtlety the right amount of character exploration uh it, it you know there's a portion towards the end of this game that i kind of thought actually you could have ended it earlier and it would have had more of a powerful impact yeah um, so this is where we don't agree because because <laughs> <laughs> I, I i i think it was absolutely superb like the way that this ended and i was I was very, very satisfied with how how they finished this, and I, I mean, we'll talk about this because we're going to do something, aren't we? I think for this, yeah, like, we're going to do a spoiler cast. Yeah, of course, sure. we're going to do a spoiler cast. This this, this problem because I don't think you see, I I really don't know what I can say about this game now without talking about it in terms of like plot and the way yeah, things you go, and that's so like integral to this. But I mean, it is it's a game which I think more than justifies the length that it is i think and that's something that we disagree on i think maybe a little uh, bit no i, I mean um, the length the length of the game wasn't an issue for me like i wasn't playing through those last bits going this is too long get to the point at no point was i thinking that but mm. once i saw it in context i was kind of like what has this portion added Ah, oh, see, this is what we need to discuss. So yeah, much. we need to. We need to. We need <laughs> yeah, we've to already because yeah. oh, we've talked about it a bit in WhatsApp and everything. But I think we need to really like look into that because I, I strongly believe that the last section of that game is absolutely vital to it, and without it, you really lose an awful lot. See, I think um, we're going like to end up agreeing because James, I think the points you made about that last section were valid, but my point was 
they could have been bundled together with the other points that it was making very mm. easily and it would have been just as good. Like, I'm not sitting here thinking they shouldn't have ended it like that. Like, I'm not saying the ultimate ending of that game and where the characters get to in their overall arc and the point that the game was trying to make was wrong because I don't think that that was wrong. What I was saying was that it feels like that could have been done in a more impactful way. Uh, that could have been done in a more impactful way it than was it was. Massively impactful. It was, yeah. That's uh, what I, I didn't don't find it massively impactful at yeah. all. I, I, I mean, I appreciated it. I mean, there was one scene right near the end that was yeah. superb, superb. Like, I've, you know, we'll talk about that scene in spoiler class. And sorry if you listen to this and that's frustrating <laughs> the hell out of you, but we'll get there. There's one scene at the end there that is fucking brilliant. But then there were a couple that was kind of like, okay, all right. Well, there are things there that are there to sort of too clearly service the plot, which it doesn't feel like that throughout the rest of the game. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like everything else feels very well crafted. Whereas I do appreciate what you're saying about how yeah the last section that we're talking about it does feel like yeah there's stuff that's created there, there's stuff that are there to service a point. And maybe that does feel a slight, a little bit artificial, like the way that that's been constructed. No, I do yeah. agree there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's but probably I... a good way of putting it. I think that's that's a good way of putting it. Um, mm. But we'll talk about that at length. There is also a bit in this game that is so shit that I cannot <laughs> believe it's in the game. Like, it blows my mind that it made it yeah. into the game. It's so fucking shit. And what makes it so bad is that it's directly after some of the most incredible bits of the game and yeah. directly before some of the most incredible bits in the game that I was kind of like, oh my God. But, uh, you know, every time I've told someone how much I hated this bit of the game, I just constantly say, it's not one of those moments where I'm going to go, this has ruined everything for me. It's more, that never happened. I'm just going to ignore <laughs> that. That was just a weird little bit of the game. I'm forgetting that. That's fine. Well, it, yeah, it's it. like you sort of come out there and you're like, well, that was a mistake. And then you just sort of, and then you just move yeah, on. You right, right, okay, okay, to talk around it, right? You fight something, but James, have you looked up the name of the thing that you fight? I've not, no. It'll make you laugh even more. It'll make you laugh okay. even more. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Not, not, probably not as much as the typos when you were describing it to me, did. <laughs> oh, mate, my uh, typos yeah. have been mental recently. I've been so tired that it's, they've been worse than normal. But yeah, no, absolutely shocking. But, you know, looking back on that game, now I've had, like, you know, I've distanced myself from being slightly unsure about the ending is probably the right way of putting it. And again, that's probably unfair because one of my favourite things about The Last of Us was that ending, and it was never going to reach those heights. Like, I, you know, I've had years to really, you know, build up that ending in my mind and have it uh, concrete as a as one of the best ends in the, in the game. You know, with all that stuff involved, this is an incredible, incredible game. Um, and as I said, so surprising in so many ways in what it does. Um and on top of that, some of the most tense action scenes, some of the really, really top quality. I didn't expect the shooting to be so good. Um, mm -hmm. uh, all that sort of stuff is just, yeah, is cracking, man. Um, I, I just looked up the, the name of that. Why on earth have they called it I that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah, but okay, fine. Um, I don't think there's anything else more that we can say. We're going to be talking about this a lot on our spoiler cast. So, yeah, yeah 
uh, watch out on this feed. You won't need to go anywhere to get it. It will just uh, it will appear on this feed, and we'll have that hopefully soon. When's the plan to get that out? If we record it when we plan to, Matt. If we record it uh, when we plan to, it'll be out uh, on on Friday this on week. Friday. So it'll be a separate okay. download in the feed. It won't be part of this. You know, it won't be added to the next episode. It will be a separate download. So if you're not interested in Lasters Two uh, or you don't want it spoiled, you know, don't play that. Uh, don't download it or whatever but for everyone else it'll be there as a separate download i cannot wait to discuss this game there's so much to discuss it's gonna be for, interesting for what to, is such uh, a linear game but there's there's a lot to discuss i think like i can't wait it's gonna be interesting uh to talk to james about the ending i think we're gonna really disagree on a lot <laughs> um but okay fine uh james you have one more game on the list before we get to emails yeah, I mean, the only other... Oh, this is just a really quick one, because, I mean, Matt's talked about this quite a while ago when it first came out, I think. I mean, this... I it played wasn't when it first came out, no, because it came out on 360, and I played it in the last, like, couple of years. Yeah, you you played... This is the remastered version, Oh, right, of course, this yeah, is, yeah. Yeah, this is Mark of the Ninja uh, remastered, which is the one I think you played, and I have now played as well. I've finished yeah. um, today, actually. And it's brilliant. It's a fantastic game. I mean, it's it's... I'm as as I've said before. I'm not a huge fan of stealth games, but this is just about exactly right how I like stealth games to be. In that you can make mistakes; it doesn't matter, and you can kind of figure out your own playstyle uh, to get through it. And it looks stunning. It's a really sort of nice length and a, with a good story as well. It's very good. I enjoyed it a lot. It's an absolute excellent stealth game here. Yeah. yeah, I would really recommend it. It's uh, it's really good. Really Comes good. up a, a quite a bit. Um, when Mark Brown, Game Makers Toolkit on YouTube, did a series on stealth games, and yeah, mm-hmm. gets mentioned a lot there because it's it's so clear about what your actions will do, isn't it? Like everything's yeah. really beautifully visually represented, and it's never like you know it's, a lot of the irritation with stealth games is you know is often like oh, but I thought he wouldn't see me here or or whatever. There's none of that. Like it's all. Like the clarity of it is just unbelievable. I've never get, I've never and given you, it a proper go. I did like the first big proper level. I was like, oh man, this is great, and then never played it again, like a dick. It's it's really worth going back yeah. to, and it? it's it's true. It's like any time that I did my like mess up, it always is like, yes, that was completely my yeah. fault. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. But you can get out of it. Mm-hmm. You can always, almost always get out of it yeah. as well, which is the the other thing, which which you know made it very enjoyable. And it honestly, it looks stunning. Like it still looks so good. And I know it's been out for a long time now, but I played it on Switch, and it looks yeah, really really it's, good. It's by um, Clay, isn't it? I think. Clay Entertainment, and I they did. They so. did. I mean, yeah, famously, they did "Don't Starve" and "Shank" and and all of those. Yeah, they've they've always had really strong visual design. Um, yeah. I think it was them. I've probably, maybe. I, yeah. Look, look. For, I hope it is them. To because otherwise, next I've week. got the Clay Fighters theme tune in my head now, <laughs> and that's going to be there for a while. Uh, shame. Okay, it, it right. is Sean. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It was it's, Clay. it's published by Microsoft Studios, actually. Oh, nice. And yeah, by Clay. Yeah, yeah wicked. Um, so I don't know why I said um, it's not my it's not my place. Are we are we done with? Well, what we've it been is playing? your place now because you're reading the emails out, Sean. Well, they're not emails anymore, are they, Dave? Because now we've got a nope, fancy new contact and... form. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so how do you get in touch? Uh, if you want to contact us, you can go to tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs, and you fill in a there form, put a name in, preferably your own. And, uh, and hopefully we'll read them out. But don't give me any ideas, Make Sean. sure you write tcgs.co, <laughs> not tesco.co.uk, because, and, and then contact us, because then you will, uh, whatever it is, <laughs> sending in questions about what what Switch games you should get to your kids, to Tesco, <laughs> might, yeah, it might go wrong. Go on. 
Kurt Lewin's got a, well, it's not really a concern, but he says, does this new format for feedback and questions prevent James from deleting them? No, it doesn't, because they all still go in the Google Doc, and uh, you can still just play merry hell with that. Well, we're ideally at the start of the show, when we're not looking at the bottom of the document, but what James actually often does is just like delete them as I'm reading them out. But whatever. I know, because I, I haven't usually got to this point. <laughs> like, I, I just, and then it's like I start looking at them and like, oh. But you dear. need to be more preemptive, because <laughs> I wouldn't know. Like by the time we get to yeah, this gap, like, that's weird. There's only like one email. Um, I mean, the worst <laughs> that's bit. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's a yeah, good. The tip. worst bit yeah. is not. I mean, delete. You know, I mean, obviously that's bad. We, we've had a history of that. It's more like when he's like selecting the text when you're trying to read it. Yes. It's like I can't even see what Un- unhelpful. And he um, and, and to be clear, like it's not just James. Like we obviously have to filter these down every week just for time and yeah, stuff. Mostly but, James. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. He's often James. James just does it vindictively because he doesn't want to be here anymore. <laughs> Maria Mendieta says dear TCGS brand ambassadors with Sean being a diehard go. FIFA fan and the others having a passing knowledge of the game what would you like to see in an 18 rated EA football game sex yeah what just shagging <laughs> what or just on the pitch or uh, are we talking like sure. it's sort of the journey yeah, stuff but with a fully a full just, full sex think, well, I mean, John how Terry's could not playing 18... professionally anymore so rated uh, I mean, I suppose, like, chance with swearing in it. But then that wouldn't make it what? to that's, 18, that, would it? That's the first idea you've got. <laughs> also, well, I mean, then, swearing Matt, players Matt, and swearing this is, managers. This is what you do. Matt sits back, lets people come to the, come up with ideas and go, <laughs> what's the best of you? Come on, Matt, give us an idea. I just, well, yeah, I want I want a really mature story. Go on, like what? Not just like when you say really mature, fucking a chant. With shagging. Well, come in, on then. That? Give us a mature, like, an idea for a mature story. Uh, well, yeah, I haven't got one. Right, okay, so don't <laughs> have a something, problem Something also, involving first... a gambling syndicate. <laughs> yeah. It has to be something like a name to throw the games and stuff yes. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James, yes, with some sex and swearing <laughs> yeah. in the chance. Got it. Let's do it. 2021. <laughs> <laughs> 2016. So we got a new Minecraft coming out, and all the kids are going mental. And he goes, "Yeah, eighteen rated, right? This <laughs> is ultra violent. Um, so yeah, <laughs> forget about that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, do I, it, I mean, I do guess it, yeah. if I'm thinking about what they could realistically do, is they could have horrific injuries. But I wouldn't want that. No. Is that is that what you maybe, like, maybe like like Mortal Kombat style ones, like, <laughs> where, it, like where it like zooms in. And like does the thing where yeah. you see the bone breaking. Well, well, I'm glad you've they mentioned that, that in, um, because Blitz, there was that didn't they? NFL Blitz or something. <laughs> there was that uh, American football game that had that the bones breaking and shit. NFL Blitz, yeah. Can people not hear me? I've been saying NFL Blitz oh, sorry. or whatever it was called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone put you on mute, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's about time. I mean, how long's it taken you? Two hundred nine episodes. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it was NFL Blitz yeah. that did that, where you would make a tackle and it'd zoom in and show the bones breaking and shit. Yeah. 
Jacob, I, I don't want to see that. Has got two rapid fire questions. The first one is: Have you made the transition to wireless earbuds? If so, did you go for the AirPods Pro or the regular ones? Regular yes, ones and the old ones because I haven't bought the Pros yet. Uh, Beats X is what I use because uh, they're just like the Apple AirPods, but you don't have to keep putting them away if you're not using them. You just let them because, hang around your neck. Uh, because for some reason, Dave, you, you, you don't want to wear AirPods. And I don't quite know why. Because the moment you do and you will buy them, the day you do, you're like, oh, fucking, these are amazing. Why do right, you know I'll why? tell you why. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my list of reasons. They're boring, but I'll tell you my list of reasons. Firstly, I could just oh, hang we've around. We've heard them all. Yeah. I can <laughs> hang around my neck. For years so That's fine. Secondly, they're half the price of the cheapest AirPods. Thirdly, AirPods are horrific, Matt. Like the the pod, I hate that. The fact that you can hear everything around you. I like the rubber tip bud things. Well, no, I'm I not mean, AirPods pay... Pro is noise cancelling. Yeah, they're two hundred and fifty quid. Fucking the, hell! The Beats X, the Beats X are ninety pounds. <laughs> Yeah, the Beats X ones that you've moaned about yeah, how and many that keep times breaking they all the time. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They, so they break once a year. So that means that I could <laughs> cool. buy three years worth of Beats X for one pair of AirPod Pros. Yeah, that the never breaks. D- they never break, no. So They're never going to fall out of my ear and, ear and roll down the road or some shit. After, Forget about um, <laughs> after hearing a bunch of good stuff about them, I rolled the dice on some Sound Pete's True Engine SE ones. <laughs> oh, the yeah. Mate, they're like 12 They're quid, fucking they? unbelievably good. <laughs> yeah, I was going to get a pair of them too, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Matt, you have your 250 quid bullshit ones if you want. These are absolutely brilliant, and they're currently on they Amazon. Sure? They're like 33 quid. And they yeah, are... yeah, I've been tempted, but like you, uh, the only thing that puts me off is that some people say that when you're watching YouTube videos on them, there's a little bit of a delay, and that would do my fucking night. No, uh, not that I've noticed. Uh, oh, that's good. Uh, no, I'm I honestly blown away by them. Um, like they, I can I cannot quite believe how good they are. Stuck some um, comply uh, foam tips on them as well. Yeah, they're absolutely ridiculous. Um, so yeah, if you don't want to spend a fucking fortune, have a look. I mean, I haven't got the AirPods Pro. I, I obviously desperately want them, but you know, the AirPods. Are, when James and I first heard of them, we did a great interface episode about it. Actually, we were yeah. both saying these look rubbish. These are none of the features we both want, and then we bought them, and then probably one of the best things I've bought in years. You can't they, even they are turn the volume up. Like, no, James, were you moaning about yours not connecting to your devices properly the other week? Probably not. Yeah, you were. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't told me about that, James. What? (laughs) You haven't shown me any names, Nick. (laughs) You haven't told me about the problems. Hold on. You can't can't turn the volume up and down with them, can you? You still got to get your phone out to do that. I use a watch. Not with a (laughs) beat sex, boy. Not with a beat sex. It's just pressing the button. Yeah, I thought I missed that, but I don't because I don't need to change the volume all the time. You you can tap the side. You can tap the side. Okay. <laughs> James, yeah. James. Um, Sean, yeah. just be happy in the knowledge that Matt really wants these uh, headphones yeah. and really loves them because he's his favourite YouTubers wear them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real reason. That's the real reason. Uh, no, he's going to okay. do that in a way. Get some beat sex, boy. <laughs> right. Okay, next. Uh, sorry, that's yeah, my job. What's isn't the it? next rapid fire question? So yeah, next sure. next rapid fire question. Uh, during what hours do you typically play video games? As a father of two, the youngest being ten months old, they send them seldom have the time or energy once the kids are in bed, and I've sorted the household chores. I mean, yeah, I don't know how you manage with two kids, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's hard. I mean, uh, 
after about half past eight in the evening. Yeah. Usually. Half eight? Mine, see, mine's between 10 and 12 is yeah. usually my gaming time. Yeah. Two hours a night. Yeah. Yeah. Do Matt. you want the answer I give Jill or the real answer? <laughs> I want Uh-oh. the answer that you had in the three days after The Last of Us 2 came out. That's the answer <laughs> that I want. No, I mean, she knew I'd gone quite mad with that. Um, Did she yeah, say something I'll be like, like oh, yeah, I went, I went to where have you been? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Did she say to you, like, where have you been? Oh, she knew, she knew I was in this room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she knew. Yeah, so, I mean, um, I mean I'm... I'm quite insane but i can be it, i mean i can play until like three o'clock in the morning if uh i'm i i'm Just cannot do that yeah but you know i'm like but yeah t- typically between half, half nine and whatever time i want to right okay mommy wow <laughs> i'm a big boy now <laughs> one minute past 12 God, do you remember that advert? I do. That's yeah, it's, it's a classic. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. The, the the other one that's ingrained into my head is push a push pop, push it for flavor. Push a push pop, save some for later. Don't push <laughs> me. Push a push pop. those things. Yes, yeah, move on. Push pops yeah, were the biggest load of shit, weren't they? They really were. Absolutely, the nonsense. saliva would drip down into the tube below, yeah. all over your thumb. Yeah. Disgusting. (laughs) John Williams uh, says, Hi, gang. Loving the show as always, and the daytime streams are helping fill the quiet days at work. After emailing the show a couple of weeks ago, I managed to complete Life is Strange 2 before it left Game Pass, although this was at 4.30am the following morning, so I'm not sure how how it was still free. Uh, I also played Captain Spirit beforehand. Thank fuck. Um, Good. uh, It says, What game it is? I was completely drawn in by the story, and at no point... uh, no point through the game did I feel like putting it down. Can't imagine having to wait months on end in between the episodes to find out the next part of the story. I must admit that I had already listened to the spoiler cast too long ago to remember most of the details, as I thought I'd never play the game. Having now played through it, I've listened to them all again, and it's fascinating hearing your choices and your takes on the story. There were a couple of times I realised I was the the who-the-hell-would-make-that-choice person. Also, having not played the (laughs) earlier games, I can confirm that the whole... Uh, spoiler stroke spoiler part of the story meant literally nothing to me um anyway not much to say other than thanks for recommending the game and for the spoiler cast i'm not sure i would have ever played it without listening to the pods now i just have to go and play the first two cheers again for the show and the streams uh no no i, I was if just could... i'm really glad uh that he did play captain spirit because we nearly steered him really wrong on that didn't we we just <laughs> completely failed to yeah. mention it um, yeah yeah uh what else we got louis belfort says condense Hi. that into oh, a tweet and copy the devs in yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the way I do it. Um, Louis Belfort says, "Hi, Dave. I saw a Digital Foundry video showing the remastered version of Mafia Two, and it still looks amazing with all the visual upgrades. I'm tempted to give it a go. Do you think it would still stand up gameplay-wise ten years later?" Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Well, I haven't played it since it came out, so I don't know if it will stand up. Um, I would say give it a go if you get. A cu- get a couple of hours into the where the game properly starts because there's quite a lengthy intro to that game, mm-hmm. like maybe two to three hours intro, and then the game starts proper. Um, see what you think then. Uh, yeah, it might feel a bit strange now, especially the weird stuff where it was like y- you could get in trouble if you broke the spree- speed limit. Like that was bizarre. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I give it a go. I still. Re- 
I, I, I think I was really surprised with some of the stuff that it did. I, I thought it was just going to be like a GTA clone, mm. and it's absolutely not that. So, um, oh man, maybe I should go back and play that. I really like that game. A lot back of people in the do. Day, but... it's, it's one of those that, yeah, yeah. It's like just a few people are like, just really stand by it. So I've, I've yeah. always been tempted to have a look, but. Yeah, number two was great. Yeah. Three, not the, the so much, right? Was brilliant. Sorry? Three, not so much, right? Is it? Yeah, well, no, three was awful. Yeah. Three, three starts incredibly well, uh-huh. like really, really well. And then it just, the way it does the mission structure after that is literally side missions. You're just doing side missions. Right. Uh, and it's like, why am I doing clear out a base missions <laughs> as part of the main story? It's so bizarre. Uh, yeah, so I dropped off of that pretty hard. But the, yeah, the intro's incredible. Like mm-hmm. the what it does with a, the um, because it's framed as a documentary, looking back at the, oh, right. that time. Um, and yeah, it's, it's yeah, the story seemed to be excellent, and then it just goes yeah, it goes weird. Oh, shame, shame, shame. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Last one, Daniel Moore says, now that the PS5 and Series X are imminent, is it time to do a Game of the Generation podcast or does the overlap for games like Cyberpunk 2077 make it too early? I mean, it's I think a good it... idea, man. Mm. It's a premium. Mm-hmm. It's a pre- You'll pay for it, boy. Yep. Uh... Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> 90 quid. I mean, he's right about, yeah, like the Cyberpunk stuff though, right? Like we definitely can't do it yet. No, it'd have to be next year, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, and yeah, do we count stuff that continues to come out on both? Wow, well, this is year? it. I mean, where does the Switch sit? Yeah, well, yeah, and that. Because <laughs> Nintendo have always I mean? been sort of half a, half a step out of everyone else, haven't they? So I mean, don't get me wrong, it doesn't look like they're going to release anything else for it. No. So <laughs> maybe we're okay. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about Nintendo. Like, that. They basically thought, okay, COVID's happening. And I mean, they're taking a year off, aren't they? Basically, does feel it does feel way, like yeah. it. I was saying on uh, saying on WhatsApp the other day, like <laughs> given that they can barely get their games to work on the fucking internet, do you think maybe they've just not reacted very well or not responded very well to the whole COVID thing? <laughs> like, are they just possibly? Do they just not have the infrastructure to do stuff from home if necessary or whatever? No. Have they just like completely oh, fucking I don't shut know. down? No. I, I, mean, I, that's I reckon a bit we're of a at that phase yeah. now. We're at that phase now where they're kind of like winding down, cruising, you know, for like yeah. stuff. Yeah, because and the thing is, to like, because I, I made this point on Twitter and people got annoyed, and it's like, to be fair, I, I'm not saying that there are no games to play on Switch and no games are going to come out in the future. But all of the big hitters have come out, apart from Zelda Two, which you know, your Breath of the Wild Two, which should yep. come out. We haven't heard anything else about anything, you know, like coming in the next couple of years. Oh, I think There's those Mario else. games are done and ready to roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just but not. That's, that's they're not remastered. ready to yeah, release yeah. them into world where most of the shops are still closed. Because yeah. you know, having that the, the Mario games on a shelf is a big deal. Yeah, you know, that's where you walk into a shop and go, "Oh, that Mario." There's a new Mario game out for that Switch. Mm-hmm. I think but it's been it's been ages about since there's been a direct, hasn't it? It's been yeah. 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 How long has it been since there was they they advertised anything? A couple of years now. Well, there's Paper Mario coming out. <laughs> yeah, Paper Mario. Paper Mario's coming out on the seventeenth. So. Yeah. Oh, Harry wants that, and I keep saying you do know it's not like a Mario. Like <laughs> it's after, but he's adamant that he wants it because he's seen seen the adverts on the Switch dashboard or whatever. 
But it's just yeah. mad they've just like taken a year off. Like, yeah. it, even if it wasn't for COVID, I wonder. I wonder how. I mean, obviously we we'll never know, but I wonder how different their year would have been if it was very wasn't different. For that. I'm telling you that that Mario All Stars two that was going to happen. That was going to happen. I'm sure of it. Like, there was do, too do you much think, buzz. You're saying about you know shots being shut and stuff. Do you think all of these would have physical releases? Yeah, what, the the All Stars two thing that absolutely yeah, yeah, had yeah. a physical release. Okay, I know it sounds weird to us, but it's like Dave said, it's a corner of the market that is actually really important to Nintendo, isn't it? P- yeah. People who Hold do up, still Matt. wander into game shops and go, oh, is there a new Mario? Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> you know. Name a Nintendo game that hasn't, for the Switch, that hasn't had a physical release. Uh, the 51 uh, worldwide yeah. games. That had a physical before. release. Did it? Did they? Did, did yeah, they? I'm pretty yeah. sure, yeah. Yeah, I thought it did. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. I'm not confident anymore. My confidence know. has gone on that <laughs> it one. It did come out during COVID, so I am pretty sure. Google it. Um, no, I mean, you should it. have said Tetris 99, but was that officially a Nintendo game? Who knows? Yes, it was. Uh, was it? Yeah. It, wow, yeah, look but, at, well done, uh, I mean, Nintendo. I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane they've taken a year off. But I, I thought, okay, maybe they're getting out of the way of like next gen. But no, they're just like. Well, we don't need to bother, do we? Like I said, they, they famously just aren't really asked about the, the hardware arms race, aren't they? They're just... Or, or games at the well, moment. Well, yeah, just, just doing anything whatsoever. I'm surprised we've not even... Obviously, we've not had a a, a not E3 event from them. And, I mean, and, they, and, must, they must be overjoyed. And like, if you didn't cancel, they must be like popping champagne when E3 is cancelled. Yeah, like, brilliant not, year off, lads, let's go. You have to admit that we've got... Fuck all. Yeah, we, don't have to do, we don't have to do a single thing. We can just, I'll see you next June. Because well, what's theoretically still in the chamber? So there's Bayonetta 3, uh, there's new Metroid Prime, but then we know that basically got shit canned and started Can, again yeah. not long ago. Yeah. Breath of the Wild 2. Breath of the James Wild 2, mentioned. yeah. I mean, that's, that's it, isn't it? When, have we... Uh, have we gone for every single Wii U release now? Is that <laughs> no. Apart from the there's still stuff. There's, I mean, there's gonna. There's Star Fox is obviously another one that they yeah. like to dredge up at some point, which is always disappointing. And one day, day they might make a good one again. Well, they 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 need to just stop remaking the first <laughs> game and making it slightly worse each time. It's it's James, a shame. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Go on. Did you Google the 51 Worldwide Games thing? Notice there was a physical release and decide not to mention it. No. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. There, there was a physical release, so I win. Okay. Right. Well, is that I'm the end happy. of the show, <laughs> Dave? I hope that keeps you warm at night. <laughs> it fucking does, though, Matt. That's the sad It'll thing. You, you win in the most meaningless way possible. Yeah. Congratulations! Uh, you know, everyone listen to this. Round of applause for Dave. It's like Charlton Millwall with well me. Well done, David. Every time you step up, <laughs> you always lose. That's <laughs> the sad thing. And I find it funny every <laughs> time. I care less about me winning and more about James losing. That's what the situation <laughs> is. Uh, right, okay, that's it for this week. Is- Matt, let's, uh, let's go through the socials. Yeah, um, so socials. this Friday, James is back and he's streaming Deadly Premonition 2. No, I'm not. What? <laughs> I thought you said that. You cut, I thought you go stream, stream on launch day. I am, but it's not out yet. Oh, is it? I thought it's out on Friday. Is it not? No. When's it out? It's the week after. Oh, is it set? What, what day is it coming out? James is pulling it. Whatever James it is, is pulling Nintendo. Mate, you, you're playing it. it. You should know this. Wait a Let me have a look. It comes oh, out on this is a map pulls up, isn't it? Or I is it a James pulls up? Initial release 10th of July. Oh, oh shit. Fuck. 
I apologise, Matthew. Yes. I apologise. You're welcome, James. James, you're your streaming sponsor. Friday Sunshine. Well, I, th- I thought Sean had taken my Friday slot no, 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 anyway. No, no, no. So you knew no. I hadn't. That was just a temporary arrangement for last yeah. week. The, the tweet didn't actually say every Friday. No, it but just the, says the, way, every week. the way that the tweet was worded made it no, sound no, no, very no, no, like that. That was that's just James. what you wanted to hear. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> say every Friday. It said every week. Didn't say every Friday. Yeah. All right, I'll be back on Friday for the <laughs> Premier Oh, <laughs> mate. Wednesday, Wednesday night, you're doing the spoiler cast. Friday, you're streaming. We've probably got the bonus show next week. Oh, you're going to be gutted. <laughs> I know. We're, it's going to be another week, isn't it, of just like every night. And we've got really, Ubisoft on like Sunday stuff. as well. Yeah, we have. Okay, yeah. right. So this Friday, I was right the first time when I'm right again. James is streaming <laughs> Deadly Permission 2 this Friday. It comes out on Friday, like I said. Uh, so that's Friday at 9. Very excited to see what that game's like. Have they updated it, or is it basically going to be more the same with a bit of a lick <laughs> I, of paint? I saw some videos, and the frame rate looks shocking. <laughs> Brilliant. So Before, well, that, that's Friday at 9. Uh, this Sunday, I'll normally be doing Hitman or Hitmat, but we actually go to a talk server because on Sunday night at 8 o'clock, there's Ubisoft Forward, which is Ubisoft's Naughty 3 show. Uh, it's only, I think they said it's going to be 45 minutes long. There'll be like Assassin's Creed Valhalla footage, um, Watch Dogs Legion. Probably some other stuff as well. We're gonna we'll be talking over that this Sunday night uh, from eight o'clock. Or no, we'll probably be live from like at about ten to eight. Um, so no Hitman this week, unfortunately, but that's gonna be live from about ten to eight on Sunday. And on Tuesday, Sean is back for Play by the Bell. Yeah, mate. Is that it? If I caught everything, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, I think you have. I think cool. you, you have. If you've got Amazon Prime, oh. <laughs> my God, you've got Twitch Prime. <laughs> Um, so please connect your account give us a free sub we really appreciate it and, give, and you'll get a shout out if you do it when we're streaming live well, on Patreon, patreon.com slash tcgs uh, there's a um, uh, July's bonus show uh, it's out it'll be out next week uh, I'm, I'm very excited to talk about uh, to, to, to go on that I think it'll be quite good fun <laughs> uh, and it's tcgs.co which is a website for everything else there's a store there there's other stuff um, oh no I, I didn't forget one thing there's going to be a, a Last of Us 2 spoiler cast out on Friday as well we've mentioned that um, right, so we, uh, we will catch you next week um, thank you so much for living it um, we'll catch you next week have a great week. time week Say have week a great again. week have a great week do it do just it just have a great week what's the problem yeah, stop fucking arguing. Yeah. Good night. Goodbye. Good night. Goodbye. Goodbye. Was that a kiss? <laughs> no, that was... Did someone kiss? It might have been. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, let's go. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.